0: good evening, good afternoon and good day, folks. I would like to welcome each and every one of you to probably one of the most, arguably the most awaited portions of Arc 2 of Mayday Roleplay's Doom to Repeat, The Debrief. Uh, Today I'm joined by the absolutely incredible, breathtakingly so, cast and crew of Mayday Roleplay. We've got Serge, the handler, we've got Eli, we've got Allegra, we've got Zach, we've got Caleb, we've got Aaron, we've got Amanda, we've got everybody here. Uh, And really, the whole point of this, right, is just to address and answer some of your most pressing questions after this absolute uh, roller coaster of an arc. I mean, just when we thought... Uh, arc One, just when we thought there was no way Mayday could top Arc One, they went ahead and did it, and they turned everything up to eleven. I mean, really, they hit twelve uh here with Arc Two. So, um, what, a, what a ride, folks! Like absolutely incredible work. Um, speaking as as both a member of Mayday Roleplay now, hey, and a fan, um, okay. thank you so much for your, for everything you did this arc, and, and can't wait to see what else you all do. Uh, but. Without further ado, what we're going to do is I'm going to I'm essentially acting as your host and master of ceremonies and MC for the evening. Uh, we will be reading questions that we have received from all of our patrons, as well as various listeners on uh, our various social media platforms. So we'll go through those. Each of the cast also have their own questions. I'll probably have a few myself. Uh, and we'll go through those and we'll kind of get all that out in the open, talk about what we can. Most importantly, perhaps little little bonus uh content for y'all we are going to cover a very very important part of arc two um that did not make it into the final cut uh but almost ended the show
1: and <laughs> uh
0: yeah so oh, <laughs> good
2: That's a great
0: Vince. until the end of this <laughs>
1: yeah I got kind
2: it, of right, a
0: big deal kind of, no, no, no,
2: no. uh yeah so
0: uh stick around and with that, uh, I am going to go ahead and kick us off with our very first question. So, nice. uh, yeah, our, our one of our one of our very dear friends of the show, and uh, one of our most favoriteest patrons, Honk, we love you, Honk, um, has asked what will arguably be probably the most important question of this entire process. <laughs> okay, uh, since Mallory has been reassigned, will we never get the ship that we have all been pining after? Mm-hmm. What's with us but losing moms lately? Well, losing them left and right.
1: <laughs> Which one of us? Moms? <laughs> Which, shit was it? Which one of us is after Mallory?
3: Yeah, I thought it was Marlene and Mallory. That was wow. my guess.
4: Interesting.
5: I'd read uh,
6: that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly,
5: say.
6: Then you gotta write that.
3: The a correction.
5: <laughs> Obviously, we're we'll getting a look into Ankh's into mind that they want somebody to ship with Mallory. So they don't care who. I'm like, curious. Okay, but 90% who among of us would she don't ship even...
4: with Mallory?
3: Yeah,
5: right? Most Sometimes of us
4: we're... don't even like her. Raise your hand if you have a crush on Mallory. Mommy I used grudge. to. <laughs> Wait. Oh, was it what? Charlie and
7: Mallory? <laughs> oh!
2: oh it's
4: Charlie
7: and Mallory. That's it. Cannon. That's nice. It's Cannon. Is
6: it? <laughs> how, how is it Cannon? <laughs> America, <that's laughs> right, here, this is why it's canonical, if I could draw it. But it's gonna look inappropriate. Oh, you're oh, drawing it? Okay, yeah. Well, this isn't on Twitch, so... Okay. okay. Yes, fantastic.
3: I mean, it will be later. <laughs> it
6: will be. <laughs> we could, like, blur it out, though. Alright. Let's if it's do this. If it's
3: not female presenting nipples, it's... Fi- oh. Canon?
6: That's cannon. Yeah. Oh.
0: oh! It's <laughs>
1: canon.
3: <It's cannon. laughs> right, yes.
0: I thought it was okay. something else. <laughs> We are off to an amazing start, folks. I, love I,
3: I will say if it was what we thought it was, what is that little dangly thing that is the wick? Like, First what would all, that be anatomically? That's anatomic the wick. Way-
0: what well, is the fuse? That's the, wick, the, fuse? It's the lit up
3: wick. That's the ball
0: fuse, flying. Yes. I know it's it, Jesus Christ, Amanda! It's called a fuse. Oh,
7: fuck. It's the fuse <laughs> uh, 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 with the, the candle.
0: It's not a Yankee candle. <laughs> to be fair, it's a that's piece right, of tin. calling
7: it a wick. <laughs> don't blame Amanda. <laughs> that's why I don't do this on Maybe a
0: daily. Decoration. Sure well,
5: a the decoration. you leave the art to
0: Zach, right? Yeah. yeah. There we go. We oh, leave our like art to Zach. No, I like
5: this.
3: <laughs> I want one season where Zach does no art, and the rest of us all.
0: <laughs>
4: oh god! <laughs> oh god! So oh, oh, two eyes. So, <laughs> so
0: incredible! I'm incredible. My
3: and it is canon, a really good canon. I love you very much.
0: Let's maybe. Let's maybe. Uh, who would you all vote most likely to ship with Mallory? Merit. Oh, yeah. That's just
5: yeah, valid. It makes the most sense. I mean, yeah. kind of just like <laughs> ship in general. Like, let's let's mm. talk a little bit about like, who, like what what are all the, uh, the the office romances? Oh
4: man, here it's that's ours. a Let me see if it's so in the here. List. Oh, <laughs> that's a lot of records.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, time there's time part ago. of me that says Hyden Boomer.
8: I
4: mean, Hyden Boomer. Hyden Boomer. Scandalous. Yeah, I don't hate Hyde and Boomer. See, <laughs> <laughs> this is why I
5: think this discussion is largely ridiculous because everybody hates everybody in this in this show. So, like, I don't that's know it's everybody. <laughs> We're
4: a
1: little closer it. by Wait. the end of season oh, two. What like,
3: Actually, what? I'm lying. Like, it's Merritt and Samuel. What the fuck am I
7: saying? Oh, number yeah. one. Number
4: one. Yeah, we yeah, already know. going oh, to, to, to
7: Time you out. With
4: that. Also, because yeah. no one is healthy, I'm just gonna say, after Warp was kidnapped by Hyde, it was a little. Terrible. Where are we going?
2: You
6: know? Terrible. Where <laughs> 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 we so go?
0: Hairfoot. Sold it. Love it. Just a little bit. But I, I think
5: know. we've given this question an appropriate amount of time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I concur. I concur. Like,
6: yeah,
3: we're never going to have our.
5: This is like a debrief in another anti- You've already derailed oh, yeah. Our debrief, Onk. Right. Anti-
3: um, At one point, there was talk of Boomer and Tuck, and both Amanda and I were like, absolutely. Oh, it's not. happen. No. <laughs> no. This is like, we, we are
7: like very. Anti- no disrespect. Back, but it was like no. No, my, exactly my wife is the most important
3: person in my
7: life. Can back at you?
3: Nah. So like I will let Boomer die if it saves my wife in a heartbeat. Sorry, and I babe.
7: would do the same.
3: Yeah. See, it's mutual. I love you, but like not as much as her. No, Where are my yeah. Notes?
0: Where are my notes? On that not, note of no. mutual respect. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> It's canceled. We'll move on to that next uh, that next question there. <laughs> uh, beautiful. What a what a what a way to start. Um another great friend of the show uh, another uh, incredible patron uh, Trogbren asks the D2R agents are all incredibly nuanced characters with quite a bit of of depth to them how do our lovely players fit themselves into the shoes of their agents any pregame rituals, music to listen to actually practicing the unnatural this question could go to Serge too though I'm afraid what his uh, trusted mind may reveal to us
7: Actually, Serge, go first. I want to know
5: things. Yeah. (laughs) You want me to go first? Um, I'm very interested to hear this question amongst all of you, because knowing you people, you all have your rituals. Um, My ritual, honestly, is just to, like, actually try and think about what the hell we're going to do during the arc. Um, I really just, like, stick my nose into that Handler's Guide. I really try to brush up on the rules. I don't want to, you know... Uh, make mistakes on that it's kind of like most of my job and um i just you know for arc two i uh said you know what to make it good to make it better than the first arc i've got to go outside of myself and so that's one of the reasons i reached out to vince was like i i need somebody to bounce ideas off of and who better than the guy that inspired me to, to start running the game so that was a big thing is we, we we talked a lot about you know What motions I had happening in the background and what players and you know uh, I would usually just say does this sound ridiculous or does this sound like something that would be fun for the players and he was just such a great resource of telling me you know he he has a background in in the military and the government and stuff and it's just great to have his knowledge for for, you know I'm just a gaffer in Los Angeles I don't have uh, the knowledge uh, that sometimes you wish you had when you're running a game like Delta 3 and, uh, and he was there to, to help me take it to the next level.
0: Love you, buddy. Thanks for that.
5: <laughs> for sure. All right, who's next? Shout somebody out, Serge. Pick All, out. Right. All right, as usual, i got to take the reins on this. Hot Let's hot just corn. go in a circle of what I'm looking at. Merit, uh, uh, Caleb, give us your ritual. Merit.
1: So the, the number one thing I do before getting into Merit is... I try and nail down his speech patterns because he speaks in a like, vastly different way than I do. Um, and a lot of that comes down to boiling things into bullet points. So what I'll do is, like on my way to work that day or you know walking around my apartment, whatever it's going to be, I talk to one of my bonds, usually Miranda. And so I have these like interim conversations with that person because the unique thing about Delta Green is they give you these baked in relationships that are uniquely your characters. It's not going to be played by any other player. It's with Surge, but you have input on who that is. And so you have an awareness of what they're thinking. So in having that conversation, I can sort of set up how Merit is responding, moving back and forth with her. Um, I also will like plan out like before we had that big fucking showdown with Merritt stuck with uh, Marlene for the day, I would plan out, you know, how is he feeling? What is the strategy? What are some things I want to say to her? What are some things that I want to embody in this game? Um, And then on top of that, I would just put on, I have this playlist that is very uh, Merritt. It's a lot of like um, bad, bad, not good, which is like, Uh, modern experimental jazz and and things that are are very him, like things I would imagine him sitting down to his desk to study to. And that sort of zones you in. And eventually, like an hour before that, that takes over trying to get that annoying asshole out in the front instead of uh, back behind
5: doors. Eli, what are you doing? Uh,
8: Playing with the dog. That's the first thing I gotta do. <laughs> so usually when I'm yeah, so usually when I'm walking the hippo, um, I'm listening to the last episode just to kind of or like just trying to like, no, we're not listening to anything. Sorry, ignore me. That's rituals for what we're doing now. Should be more. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, usually I have a, a playlist that I'm playing, so I'm just kind of getting into the mood. I built hide around my person general personality, so I don't tend to have to like ease myself into something kind of like what Caleb has to do so it's just more of like being comfortable and relaxed and then getting ready to play Um, and that's pretty much it it's nothing nothing too fancy.
5: I genuinely think that's one of the reasons uh, these agents are so compelling is you guys really just did the smart thing and said they're a variation of me you know what I mean like not too far off maybe maybe I'm wrong tell me if I'm wrong but I mean I think like good actors are good when they know the roles that they're good at the you know the, the 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 parts that they can play you know what i mean i think you guys did a great job with, with creating those characters uh amanda what's your ritual
7: uh okay so um yeah boomer is a little based on me on that one i let's let's not lie there um oh wow we got really quiet all of a sudden
5: it's it's eli she's, she's just muting herself
7: oh okay that's i'm so sorry it threw me off <laughs> i thought i got disconnected it's all good. um I think because this was like our first big one and this uh like when we did Boomer the first time that was like the first time I actually was stepping into a role for a long period of time for like three hours we were hit four hours this season for sure so that was a first for me so I was just and you guys know I was very nervous because you guys were heckable and I am just like that improv comedy writer actor so I'm like I've never done this before Sorry, I don't know the rules. So I kind of kept it closer to, like, what my dad would call, like, oh, you're a bullshit artist. So that was what he would say for comedy. He's like, you're a bullshit artist. I just remembered that phrase. So but that's why Boomer is, like, very fast-talking and very kind of just goes with more of a social approach, kind of tries to talk her way out of shit a lot, and that was probably my favorite thing to do (laughs) with Charlie because I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm not... Processing any questions, I just like Boomer's gonna die. So if I'm going out, if I make him laugh, he might feel a little bad about killing me. I'm not joking. That was in my head. So that's I, that kind of shoot from the hip gun thing. That's where I just kind of help channel that and just make it a little bit bigger because I would not do that with someone having a gun on me. I would not. No, that's not me. Or Unloading on a cop with the model. I just, she'll do that by a thousand, but I'll listen to a lot of Spanish music, DMX, a lot of 90, like I'll go right into the, all the, uh, the Eminem and all Tupac just to get that energy up because she is very high energy and some days I'm just tired, but so I have to kind of get there. But I also purposely do look up pancake recipes. I actually do look that up. And the reason is Boomer can be very caricature at times. I know that because I'm crazy on that. But I find moments of what, like, where is she good at and brilliant at? And, like, where Tuck has her... Like, Boomer has literally made this family from nothing to something. So it's very precious to her. So I was just like, let's look up pancakes. Like, what would she do like this? Because that is very serious to her. So she... I know exactly like what games her and her sister played in, what uh, food they would do, all that stuff because family was so important. So even though I never bring it up, like sometimes I bring it up, but a lot of it I don't. I was like, oh, she would make strawberry and banana pancakes, or because I also think food is show it shows like an intimacy that mm-hmm. you know somebody. So that's where I try to always like put little tidbits of food and all that because that tells me you pay attention. So that is like because it also brings my heart to it because it's like she just always wants to go home
5: yeah you find something human about the character yeah you heard it here folks Uh, uh, Boomer takes pancakes seriously Uh, fucking
7: (laughs) fat I do
5: Samael what uh, what is your ritual I keep Uh calling you Samael because I'm looking at the screen as we're running our thing
6: it's fine <laughs> i don't do anything i just don't think about it all day show up about 60 seconds before the recording starts and i'm just amazing
7: uh okay. yeah
5: that i love
7: that of- <laughs> <laughs> that is aaron's <laughs>
6: method and it fucking
5: that. works yeah. I-, I hate him for it but it fucking works <laughs> if it
7: ain't broke don't fix it
5: well, yeah.
4: amen amen
5: all right uh uh <laughs>
4: Uh, ooh, most of the time, up until a certain point in season two, it was just like make yourself really small, and to warp everything is everything is so dangerous and everything could kill you, but everything is evidence, so you have to interact with it to the point where everything just kind of neutralizes. Like it's all kind of a magic knife at the end of the day, everything. So it's yeah, it's a lot of paranoia and then like stupid bravery, and then. During the episode where we go to Cicada and Mallory calls Warp, like, not, it wasn't irrelevant, but it was like unaffective or something. And that was like, ooh, every, like, every prep before the episode was just thinking about hearing that for the first time of being like, ugh, you're not really helpful. You have to suddenly be very helpful. And you have this episode to prove a season and a half. So she's like, even more anxious than she already is um also her playlist is i think 50 percent regina specter at this point (laughs) so between that and like the several pairs of overalls that i own it's not far
5: it it gives an interesting perspective to at the end when you don't want to relinquish the knife uh i i can imagine now her words ringing in your ear of like i have to be effective i have to be useful I, I, i never even thought about that as your handler that that might affect you that way I was just trying to fuck with you.
4: <laughs> no, you did. No, success.
3: <laughs>
5: Fully fuck with her. And then, our, and then Allegra, what, what's your story? How do you prepare?
3: Uh, much like everyone else, I have a blisteringly long Tuck playlist that I listen to before we, we play. I usually give myself like half an hour to just listen to it and not think about anything else. Um, I also pull a Caleb and I monologue with different characters that I would generally spend time with. I do it a lot in the car. Like he said, uh, sometimes around my apartment, my partner is always very like, are you talking to me? And I'm like, no, you're fine, babe. Go go do what you were doing. It's fine. Um, and I, I have like a, a necklace that I put one of my rings on every time. So it feels like I have, uh, like, you know, prop, just like for me, um, I make myself a drink that my character would drink, either like tea or like a snack or whatever. Um, and I, so in my notes, uh, at the end of every, at the end of every like note page that I write, like if we end on like a, sh- a shortened page, I'll write myself like, okay, this is what I want to do next session. So that when I look at this page, I can see the things that I want to do. So, like, asking myself questions about, like, what the fuck Mallory is, or uh, wanting to check in on, uh, like, this one, it was, like, I want to check on a Merit and Warp. And so, just, like, knowing what I want to accomplish in the session, and also it kind of reminds me of, like, where my relationships are at with everyone. And if I don't have notes on characters, I kind of take a minute and think about, like, okay, where were we last time we played? Um, And just, like, knowing knowing where we're starting from to go forward and what direction we wanna go.
5: That's an amazing answer. I, and that actually reminds me, I do that a lot too. Like session zero, I don't do too much, but after that, I'm constantly after every session, just making copious notes of what could and happened and etc
3: yeah and it was oh man after you said that uh or not you mallory said that thing to warp about like being useless or whatever i tried to find a spot every chance i had to check on warp and i never got to Mm. and like the allegra of me feels so guilty about it even though the tuck of me knows none of it yes yes
4: (laughs) no she's fine it's good
0: awesome those are some incredible answers that's that's really interesting to hear too is, as as an outside listener of the of the arc you know hearing the little things everybody does um some very very good answers uh another uh patreon of ours uh togas has a great question this one's kind of multi-part so we'll probably break it up into, into bits um togas would like to hear more about kind of the behind the scenes process of how arc 2 was made uh specifically like when was it recorded and when did you finish recorded recording it we'll start with that
5: Oh man, Eli, do you want to oh, take man. that? I mean, I, I don't remember the dates. I think uh, uh, Zakia may have mentioned before we started recording that it was like May.
4: May sixteenth, twenty twenty-one was episode okay.
5: one. Okay, so oh, May sixteenth wow. we started recording over a year ago. A year ago? That's crazy.
8: Yeah, oh,
1: much.
5: it feels like a lifetime.
8: We finished yeah. in August. Yeah, so it took us like what four uh, months? August. four months to record. Oh yeah, God. I did.
5: Maybe a little bit less. I'm not sure, but maybe four months. I, I it was because uh, like we, we were able to do it pretty much every weekend. It
8: pretty much, bad. yeah. So there was a couple weekends we had to
4: skip. So yeah, okay. yeah last episode was August 15th. August
1: 15th. Wow. Okay.
7: Yeah, yeah. but it was always like That's Sunday wild. nights, right? That's
5: Pretty yes. much Every always get it Sunday, Sunday night. The schedule
3: yeah. just Sunday yeah. nights.
5: Tried tried to keep it cool because last time we, when we did arc one, it was in the middle of summer, it was so swelteringly hot. I mean, and, we went
3: through summer this time too.
5: True. Yeah, I mean, but that first you, season, like half of us were recording in closets,
1: closets and shit like that. Like yeah. we at yeah. least took it a lot easier on ourselves this year. Yeah,
8: mm-hmm.
3: and earlier or was it later? No, we went through, like right through summer. It was May to
4: August. It was no, all we needed, like a
7: night. What did we do? I can't remember. Oh, we... we did night. I yeah, thought, We, did yeah, we because of that.
4: We like pushed in an hour during season one, I think, because it was a, just an hour of pure sun.
1: Like seven p.m. or something like that, right? That yeah, was our usual call. Yeah.
3: And like the last couple episodes in the the time that we'll mention later, we were we were getting done at like midnight or one
1: that finale yes. well both of them took like four four and a half hours yeah. and we i think we had one break in the middle there i don't we know, just kept we hit pushing six it
3: at one point too. yeah, yeah. I, it so felt like we got we
2: yeah
1: yeah we felt like we got into that zone of like if we break now the tension leaves and i remember thinking got okay sergio's gonna end it right here sergio's gonna end it right
4: here. It <laughs> and it no, end. that was great.
1: No, it was the whole season though whole season. <laughs> it should have ended it's crazy that it didn't
5: it's good that it didn't but yes. in, in the time being i was like oh fuck eli do you want to go into like what we used in terms of the the equipment and stuff and how we recorded it and stored it all
8: um, yeah, I mean, we're all using vastly different so We all have different setups at home. Um, but regardless of that, we're using a, a software called Zencaster um, that puts us all in the same place on the Internet. And we uh, do a Internet record. Um, and then we all individually record secondaries through our local drives. And that's pretty much it. And then we just back up everything to, uh, to the cloud, to, to the server that we have. Um, and then once we do that, we compile it all together, edit it down. Um, I, and I then, edited this scene. Yeah.
5: you did Sergio, all the sound design and mixing. Yeah, effects.
8: So Sergio cut everything down to and condensed it, like narratively, whatever worked didn't work or anything that we felt that was taking up too much time and necessarily kind of condensed it a little bit. Um, and then we moved on to uh, doing all the sound effects, all the music, and um, anything else we needed to add to it, polish it, mixed it, and then um, set it off for distribution.
5: Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is crazy to say, but we, we <laughs> did it two seasons in a row. You know, we finish recording, we start editing, but then we start planning to release it. Mm-hmm. And it's a very short window. So like at best, we have two or three episodes edited and done. So we're yeah. kind of building the train as we go. Uh, you yeah, know, and we're staggering. Down. Those, yeah. those last uh, couple of episodes um, yes but- especially
8: when the, we didn't have enough like pandemic time anymore when we had to get back into like working and stuff like that we kind of had to learn how to balance both being at a regular job and trying to also produce an entire show yeah. so <laughs> that was also season two as learning that arc of uh, out of balance both it was,
5: of that. Yeah. It was an added um challenge, but I, I, mm-hmm. I think we all agree like the sound design and the quality. Oh. The recordings, like everyone's audio recordings were just so much stronger. Um it was just I would really proud of uh Two sound.
1: Yeah, for real. It's become like a major selling point of what we are too is is that incredible sound design from from Eli and all yeah. the extra work we put into it. I mean, I'm quickly realizing as the longer we go that just many, many people don't put that amount of time into it that we do. And it really shows this season, like incredible amounts it shows this season.
7: I'm so Absolutely. proud of season two. I think it's literally some of the best people. I have a lot of fr- uh, family who's not really into, but t- they loved it. They were like, oh my God, this is like, I'll talk you radio. I'm like, oh yeah, you said it like that, but, mm-hmm. but it's so immersive. That's yeah.
5: It felt, a, it felt that way while we played it. I mean, I, I've I've never been in a campaign where at the end of each one, I'm like, hot diggity dog. That was a good one. I cannot wait till that next, uh, next session. Yeah. It was yeah. great.
7: You realize we never actually recorded
3: once in person
5: yeah.
7: an episode. Never.
1: Uh,
5: we've, ne- we've never, never
3: played it. together in person, I don't think. like no. We've never physically rolled dice in the same room. The, the most
1: is- we had was like a long time ago. We had individual auditions with like two oh, other wow. members of us
3: count yeah, a shuffle yeah i think i only played with zach no me and one no it was you
1: it
0: was you
1: and i
6: played with and search in with
0: is that a is that possibly in the cards is a is an in-person session with everybody in the same room
6: you know, we, we just gotta get we run. just gotta get the resources
5: together. Yeah. 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 Someday. yep That's what the Patreon's for. That's what you know, that's what the Twitch is for. You know, the subscribing there, you know, the the, the more that we can grow, the more that we can do. And
6: yeah, imagine if we were all in the same room together, oh, how much and better I think it would be. I'll cry that's our a lot main, more, you know, selling point for, for our Patreon It right. It's like look, if you want us to get to that next as good as it is right now, if you want us to get to that next level, uh, you know, we need resources to make it happen, because even though right. we all they live know. in the same geographic area, uh, you know, we can't, um, you know, it's recording in the, in the same room just just takes more resources than what we have. Then,
0: you know. mm, absolutely. That's and, and different. The,
6: the good thing about that, too, is like, I think
1: 98 percent of everything we get in through Patreon, we keep in a, you know, a lot case for the event that we actually get to what we're trying to do here. So yeah. and, and the rest goes right. to making the podcast better. We're not we're not taking any of that for
6: no none, Plus, of that money, none of that money goes into our pockets it's all paying subscriptions men, but, and yeah. things like that to services we use for the show exactly to give
5: eli
7: yeah. a little less stress yeah. and anything to right. do that i'm all for the yes, more yeah.
6: patrons we have eventually we can pay Eli so that she can quit her job, and then we can make more of this shit, so... Mm. so every uh, every thousand
4: dollars is. Yeah. is an hour that Eli gets to sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> want Eli to get a full night's sleep, Eli barely sleeps to begin with, so yeah. I'm not so sure about that.
5: This
1: is turning into, like, a charity pledge. I know! Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I must,
0: every single one dollar, You
5: can
1: help <laughs> yeah, from You, you know, too can,
0: can help Eli get some sleep.
1: The, uh, yeah. Vince! Uh, why don't you show us the celebrity phones and where we can
0: call? Like, t- Well, I'm glad you mentioned that, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, Donate $10
6: more, you get a free tote bag. <laughs> tote bag? Yep. That's you gotta not, get a tote that's bag. That's not
3: real yet, but like maybe okay. one day. Okay, hold on. Search
6: idea Mayday
5: charity tote bag.
3: Surge <laughs> did come Fun. up with those super cute designs down. the other day.
5: For like an imaginary charity? We've that's got incredible. lots of good merch ideas. We just have to, you know, feel like we've got an audience to to purchase them. We, we we've shown us locations the and yeah, stuff. Some of our ideas. We got to pull the trigger at some point. Still waiting oh, on yeah. that the perennial, perennial airlines. airlines. Yeah, I want my perennial airlines yeah.
3: shirt. Sure. I exists. want it. I want it right it's now. Again, uh, I, I wear it every resource. day. The more we'll resources sure
6: we have, the more merch we can make. Because, yeah. like, I I mean, you're you're all paying for the merch, of course, but it still takes a lot of money from us on the front end to make that happen. Totally. So we need some. We need a bit of a war chest to make that that kind of stuff happen.
0: Yeah, it's coming. To quote the great Mona Lisa Saperstein, uh, money, please. (laughs) (laughs) You've
3: never done anything wrong in your life, and I love you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Money, please. Okay. Never done with that
3: segment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, beautiful. Um, That was great. Uh, Daniel G., great patron, great friend of the show. Hey. How much do you guys plan the dramatic interplay between characters? Is there an off-screen session <laughs> zero where you go <laughs> where you go, we kind of need one more of this and that? Is it a bilateral between players and Sergio when he does the juggling? Or is it more or less everyone brings their character to the table and you see where you go from there? Scatter.
7: None of it. Yeah. I would, I, can I it's add an addendum? Like yes. a little addendum? Unless it's something that is like, hey, we're we need time. Like, I think because of the uh, the the flashback sequences, those cases, that he's like, hey, we don't want to go for six episodes. Let's like just, I don't care do how, but like, let's right. try to aim for we'll, some kind of end. Yeah,
6: endpoint. we'll talk about raining it in, but we never talk about adding more. We're, yeah, yeah, we'll
7: always no, do but that. We don't
3: actually. Right. Right. The, we will RP until we're
7: blue
6: in the
3: face. will
1: only. The only sort of discussion we have on dramatic moments is going, hey, guys, there's still like a big Cthulhu case to solve outside of the dramatic moments. Yeah. Like, that is the only talk we've had is like, hey, so much of last episode was us fighting with each other or coming to these conclusions. We also have to remember that there's something we have to solve by the end of this case. A mm-hmm.
3: lot of it, like, Sergio, saying, please do your fucking jobs. Please. Yeah.
7: Yeah.
5: Please. I, I wouldn't phrase it that way. Uh, no, Yeah. <laughs> We do communicate. We just, we have our own ways of communicating. Like, yeah, like you guys say, like sometimes we'll say before a session, okay, guys, you know, there are still these goals to accomplish. And I think that's even something DMs should do regularly just to remind players because, you know, sometimes you won't play with folks for weeks at a time and folks just forget like what the hell is happening in the story. We had the luxury of every weekend we were doing it. But we, there were definitely communications. We communicated very little about what the agents would be like. You guys pretty much just made up these characters without any intervention from me. Yeah. I, I wanna say the only thing that there was, was I think we had the understanding that we needed researchers and security. Like we yeah. needed that that two sides. Yeah. And it just naturally formed where three of you decided to be research and three of you decided to take more of the security approach. But we, and, we got lucky in that sense. I think we talk more these days uh, when we work on stuff. D2R was so much just like instinct and this is just what it, we are and it just worked, you know? Right. It, it, in
1: terms of talking about like dramatic moments too, like we never tell each other, or at least for the most part, don't tell each other we're going to confront someone about it. Like there's an episode in, in season two where Tuck tells their wife, exactly what's going on right and then me and tuck have a moment later on where i'm basically saying what the fuck are you doing right there it's not like allegra comes up to me before that session and says hey i'm gonna do this i would love it if we could have a scene like this right after yeah. uh, it, it is all reactive of what we're doing in the space and we never want to fabricate those moments because like it's so obvious when you do when you script through that and half the fun <laughs> is that we are in a group where those moments come so naturally that we actually have to fight it sometimes. So none of that is communicated, if that's part of the question as well. Like, all of this just sort of comes out on the field. I may think it, but I never communicate it to them that I'm gonna pull some merit bullshit. (laughs) You know, just happens in the moment.
3: I know there have been a couple times personally that I've talked to Serge and like, hey, in the next two to three episodes, I'd like a space to talk to X person about Y thing. The one I specifically think of is the second to last episode where I talked to, where Hyde and Tuck talk in the hallway. Yep. Um, because I'd been I'd been wanting to talk to Hyde also for episodes and episodes and episodes. And because everything that was happening was happening, I didn't get a chance to. But I'd, I'd, like we were getting close to the end of the season and I was like, hey, I really want to have this conversation before it's over. And so Serge was like yeah we'll we'll make it happen and it did and that was really great and I think that's something that's really important for people in game to have to be able to like go to their GM and be like I'd really like to have this moment I'd really like to explore x relationship I'd really like to look into this and like making sure they know what you want and you knowing like how they can ha- help facilitate that or like maybe they don't want you to do that at this moment but like okay that's a cool idea but we like we can't focus on that right now we want to go to something else and like That's something I really love. Sorry, I'm going to go off for a minute, but like, that's something I just really love about all of us as a group is that we can go to each other and be like, hey, I have this thought or hey, I have this idea or hey, I have this thing I want to do. And everyone is so game for it every time, even if it's not going to happen immediately. It's like, okay, yes, for sure. Maybe not right now, but we can do that. Absolutely. At some point. And I, "Mm, I just love you guys.
4: That's my favorite.
5: I think that's part of the appeal of our show too, is like I would never cut out your reactions to things, the oohs, the ahs, the oh no's, the we're fucks. Like that is part of the fun of the recording. So it it has to remain fresh, it has to remain somewhat improvised. But there is a lot of talk. I talk with you guys individually before each arc. There's a lot of talking, but we do terrifying. it responsibly. We don't we don't spoil things for each other.
0: Right. Yeah, at the end of the at the end of the day, right, th- this is still very much a game that is being played for enjoyment and mutual, you know, the mutual experience. So, to, to kind of communicate those things in advance uh, for the performative element uh, kind of contradicts the the gameplay element and the surprise as a player of of encountering these things, you know, freshly, you know, as they happen versus pre
5: playing it. And, you know, speaking of surprises, actually, it might be worth talking about for a moment. You know, Vince and his participation in Arc 2 was a surprise, you know, that I, I was sitting on that for weeks. I had asked him, hey, could you come? And, You know, and I didn't want to spoil it. I could have easily said in the discord, oh, you know, it's not it wasn't until the day of that he showed up. And we we're like, oh, he, he's just listening, you know, as we record. And then he, you know, he, he, he played Charlie. So that, that was a fun surprise that, you know, I, I would never have wanted to waste the the surprise telling you guys.
1: God yeah, it was such a good one too. we we had just sort of done that that w- series of uh, like like our little side plot of observer effect with Vince and it was our first real interaction with him we love we love that campaign so much that whole run through. And then, as soon as I see him pop up in the fucking call, I'm like, "Oh God, oh, no!" Spat size. This is spat. <laughs> <For> <laughs> a yeah. I...
0: oh Suddenly, God. Vince. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the meme was born it. that day. The meme was born. <laughs> oh man, we didn't even know it
5: existed until it only did. Yeah, and you like, was recording
7: right. by that point? Like our reactions to him coming
3: in
4: because I almost. No. <laughs> It was like early. It was like pre, like yeah, twenty oh, minutes before. You
3: screamed on the top of your lungs, Amanda. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: You were yeah. like, I fucked up.
8: <laughs> that, that that's was right. Like yeah. What you said that's on the top so of your, your lungs like, multiple times.
5: It's, yep. uh, it's. We have it on Patreon. We have like these, yeah, these audio clips. You said, during, you did, the show, yeah. you said oh. during the show. You said like, during the show when you up. triggered yeah. it.
3: Yeah. Oh, it was a yeah. scream, yeah. a primal yeah. scream. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think a sur- surgeon literally just said, uh, "Vince, why don't you go ahead and, and take over?" And immediately Amanda's like, <laughs> oh,
3: "I fucked know. up." I- <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah,
0: that's reactions that's gave like, me. No, life.
7: we're not yeah. bullshitting with that. That is pure yeah. reaction. Yeah.
1: When <laughs> I tell cool. you the second that shit happened, the the no DM Discord had like fifteen fucking messages in it. <laughs> we were popping off in there.
3: <laughs> we have a separate oh, like wait. message that's like anytime we run a game. It's like. This this game, but no DM. So it's, Players like,
2: only, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: so it's like, we have one without Serge, we have one without, have one without Caleb, we have one without Vince. And I think my phone didn't stop vibrating for a solid three minutes. The whole time.
5: <laughs> Vince, talk no, a little oh, bit about oh. it. Like, you know, talk a little bit about why I asked you to come in and, and kind of like, I don't know i i i just i would like that i was able to in this arc like really expand the the lore that the players knew about delta green yes and, and then have you involved in in an aspect that takes it even further down the rabbit hole like who your character was
0: yeah absolutely i mean first and foremost thanks for giving me the opportunity to do that uh one of the great privileges of of, of my life to be able to help out with that kind of make that appearance um but yeah working working with with you surge and and kind of Mapping out the the progress of this arc, um, it became clear that that the you know the so called schism in Delta Green lore between the program and the outlaws was starting to you know there was starting to be more and more smoke and at, at a certain point you know whether or not there's going to be fire remains to be seen but um, you know these little you know breadcrumbs were being left here and there indicating that uh some bigger things may be afoot than what you all were typically exposed to and so you know we were talking about what the best way to possibly introduce that was and um you know with with the with the introduction of mr pleasant and kind of the the pieces of information they are feeding out it just made sense to introduce this kind of canonical character who was who was very big in the delta green lore and provide an opportunity, provide a door, a window for you all to potentially exploit, to potentially visit again or see again in the future um, to just start dropping like even bigger hints that what you think, you know, is not even a fraction of what is actually at. Right. Um, and that was the big thing is, is to, to, cause a, a big kind of cornerstone pillar of Delta Green is paranoia. Right. <laughs> um, and, and so to obviously, and so to um, kind of play that up even more, it's like, how would you, how, how would they react if we presented them with the fact that who you think you're working for, there are people out there who do not think that's delta green, and and just it's off to the races. Right. So. um Absolutely great. Did I miss anything with that pretty Yeah,
5: I just kind of wanted to get your perspective on it. Uh, yeah. You know, coming in to I it.
0: love it. Um, I, I think it, as far as the pieces of lore go, um, uh, that is is one of my favorites, is this Cold War between these two factions of, of the same organization. Um, they are different approaches to, to containing the unnatural and, and that there are no good guys, right? That's I love that. There's just, there's just different approaches and, and, and maybe, what you're maybe, willing to he, live with.
5: Yeah, and maybe the listener's... You know, folks that run Delta Green and stuff know this. I'm not sure if the players know this, but like, you know, Delta Green often, when you run a game as a handler, you have to decide: okay, are they the outlaws, you know, Charlie, or are they the program? And and you know, you kind of change the way the game is played. It's a little tougher for the outlaws. They're they're not uh, they're not the folks with all the funding the way the program is. So you guys are you know you're 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 lucky in terms of your your budget and stuff oh are, right oh, we're lucky yes. it's, it's like, yeah. <laughs> so you've got yeah,
0: you've got, of, yeah. you've got the program of
5: yeah you've got access to
0: government resources and you've got access to to you know you can operate pretty much out in the open but then the outlaws are criminals i mean they're they're essentially criminals operating under the yeah, radar don't worry. using old old school tradecraft, you know, to try to keep from being caught because not only are they trying to evade the fucking program, they're trying to evade law enforcement, they're trying to evade all the other attention that comes with it. So y- you talk about operating in the black, that- that's the outlaws. And who knows? Maybe you'll have an opportunity to, you know, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Let me oh. just say that the program's not going to help you with the
0: fucking police either, okay? That's I true. don't that's appreciate it that's can, damn it. Well, yeah, maybe earned it. I'm just... <laughs> Gonna <laughs> so, you watch your tongue, Charlie. <laughs> Just because
3: two our talkers were inside doesn't mean we should die or go to Fair jail. Point. Fair, point. Fair um, point.
1: Um one of my favorite things about like having Vince with us and, and that whole interaction too was like going back to the Discord after that episode released, and to have everyone be like, oh shit, they met Charlie. Oh shit, they're talking to Charlie. Oh shit, they're blah blah blah. And me. I've only ever been a player, but I haven't interacted with the canon in that way. So immediately I was like, Oh, we fucked up. Who is this dude? I knew I knew he was big cheese. I or or like when Oaks came out, the same thing. It was one of the greatest moments of like, oh shit, you guys are talking to Oaks, you idiots. I'm like, who
4: the fuck is that? What? Yeah.
0: So it it was great to have that moment. Yeah.
4: Happens so often.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I love. I love that. That nobody is kind. Of, everybody is still kind of fresh and new to the canon and the lore behind Delta Green. So that way, like, you're you're not feigning these reactions. These these are in real time. The real deal. Because nobody has that existing knowledge, which is a, a, the greatest gift a Delta Green handlord can ask for. Um, is is that right there? Well, you should be really proud too, Vince.
1: Now, everyone who plays Delta Green and listens to Mayday will think of you every time Charlie comes into a scene. Yeah. Like, uh,
0: Uh, you're just Charlie now. Oh, Oh, man, I appreciate that. Oh, I love you guys. That means (laughs) a lot. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, I'm blushing. All right. (laughs) uh, Great, great discussion there. Um, And I I enjoy this question. I like, you know, we get some technical questions intermixed here, too. This is great. Uh, Ankh is back with another great one. Who makes a lot of the sound folly? I figure it's a group effort, but is it coordinated and is there a head for it? Who wants to take this one? I mean, obviously Eli. What do you mean, Mike? Foley, I think is what they're saying. Foley. Foley. Oh, did I say Foley?
5: Foley. It's okay. It's not Foley. I don't know if Foley is spelled that way, but it's fine. There's an E in Foley, I think.
8: Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
5: I just didn't understand.
8: Um, I mean, most of the sound effects are mine, I guess. I mean, I do have like Lake has recorded sound effects for me. Um, I do have people uh, do like Walla and background stuff um we've done that before i mean for other campaigns as well for ashoka we've done that we've done it for this one as well um, sorry for the ashoka one again oh my <laughs> god it was fine, was fine. Bad. <laughs> Hot trash. so bad so so good <laughs> was it good i <laughs> yes. it was great it was great i liked it <laughs>
1: We were fucking belligerently drunk for we did that. Oh
4: Get six of us drunk it. off
3: our asses on a we call don't do and do, say, do something. No. It was like
4: pure yelling, like sustaining <laughs> everyone yelling at once. Yes. As soon as Eli
1: asked us to do like sea shanties, I knew this shit was out the window. <laughs> oh I knew it wasn't coming was back. too like, much. much to That's made, why made I did made made mine separately
5: East. from you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, will already left drunk nights.
5: Oh, yeah.
8: But but even for for to Repeat, I mean, for a lot of like the for the historical scenario, like all of the background, I, there was like a right. level of re-recording that I did uh, for background stuff just to kind of fill the space because we kind of went with like a more narrative approach where everybody was kind of talking over the events that were actually happening um, just to kind of balance out how much combat and how much little RP we had because we're trying to push through True. that section a lot. But, yeah, I mean, everybody gets an output, input and stuff like that. I, I show everybody what I'm doing, um, and everybody gets a say if they like it or not. Um, but I think, like, overall, everybody here kind of gives me the, the luxury of just kind of doing what I want to do and how I, like, how I think it should sound and how I think it should feel. Yeah. Um, and so far, everybody's been happy with it, which is always my goal. As long as everybody here is happy with it, I, you know... I do appreciate the audience enjoying it, you know, but like it, it's our product and it's, it's our thing that we've done. So as long as the team is happy, I'm happy.
0: Love that. It's a good one. Good one. Um, moving on. Trogbren uh, asks, how has your perception of your agents changed over Arc 2? Is there something that surprised you during play where you went, wow, I wasn't expecting my agent to do that? Mm. Good question.
5: I'm interested to hear this question.
0: Yeah.
6: <laughs> Isn't that always for you, Aaron? Just in case. Like, I have, I have one that immediately comes to mind. I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. two two scenarios when I thought to myself, "What the fuck am I doing?" Just two. The
7: just two. The first
6: one was when I um I saw that guy. You know, it was just at the scene after I had like gone to see Samuel's daughter, and there was the 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 private eye that was watching me and i thought about confronting him and then for some reason that i still don't fully understand i thought better of it and i drove away and i called the security team and told them what was going on now that is not what i should have done we were i should so, have walked we were right so up proud of you <laughs> we, were, so res- we were like high
4: fiving virtually but <sighs> yeah. like, i, oh, I yeah, remember. Chilling
1: the <laughs> growth. Truly one of my favorite moments.
6: Talk It'll about character growth again. for
3: a moment. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no. one is nice.
6: <laughs> yeah. The second time, while well, on a similar vein, was when I found that package outside of my apartment right before we went back to Lansing. And for some reason, the first thing I said was, I'm going to call Merritt. And then immediately I thought to myself, why the fuck am I doing that? I should just open it, and if it's a bomb, I'm dead.
8: Your instinct for change is what's important here. <laughs> 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 Ark one sent I would nope. never have done More that. I, would have no. box.
1: Right. <laughs> I was like legitimately touched, both Caleb and Merritt, to receive that phone call. Confused, but absolutely touched.
3: <laughs> Uh, I'll anybody- jump in next because I have, I've thought about this a lot actually. Um, I, hmm, how do I say this? When I started playing as Tuck in the like, like way back in the like two shot, two or three shot we did when we, before we were even playing D2R, it was just the first game of Delta we ever played. I wanted to make like a Captain America e doing what's right because she thinks it's what's right. And she's doing like, she's putting in the good work and doing what she's trying to do. And because she has all these past experiences, she's going to do what other people can't to keep them safe. And I realized slowly, especially over arc two, that Tuck is incredibly selfish, incredibly selfish. And a lot of her reasons for doing things are, I don't want this part. Like it's not I don't want them to get hurt for them. It's I don't want them to get hurt because then it's my fault again. And it's piling on to my guilt. Uh, a lot of it was I want to keep going because I want to know what happened to my sister. And I don't care what happens. And it was like, what is it called? Um, empathy fatigue. Because I think, or not empathy fatigue. Maybe, maybe we're going to call it that for right now. Um, but for like a lot of Tuck's past life, they spent a lot of time like... Being the good kid, trying to make life easy on their dad because so much shit had happened in their life beforehand, that they were like, I, I can't put my dad through anymore. So I have to keep going and keep doing the right thing and keep doing what is best for him. And then slowly starting to do what she wanted and try and get what she wanted. And like, even even with her wife, there are a lot of moments where, like, like when I told her about everything it was cuz i didn't want to keep lying to her it wasn't because i wanted her to know or because of any like altruistic reason it was because i wanted her to know so i didn't have to keep lying and i didn't have to feel bad about it so it's it's like a lot of tuck recently not recently recently but like near the end was like okay how do i how do i reconcile these two people like who I, and tuck genuinely does want to do good but a lot of the way she does it is selfish and isn't always like for an altruistic reason that she pretends it is. Um, So that's, that's really fun for me because I tend to play martyry characters and playing a martyry character that's selfish is very, very fun and very like complex and thinky. And I like it a lot. Um,
5: It's interesting. It it puts a a spin on a talk that I don't think many listeners really take in. I think folks are very, fine tuck to be very empathetic and trying to hold the group together so you're you give an interesting interesting perspective when you say that you know she might
8: that's because leg stuff is amazing places.
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, ladies a very it's charming that's cool. that way. Yeah. But, well, I uh, d- I don't
3: think she like knows that she's being selfish about it. Sure. I think like I think I think the only way she would know is if she was like self aware enough to do that. And I think she is a modicum of self aware, but not self aware enough of like an outside inside perspective that me as a player has on her. Um. So that's really nice. And like, oh, I had another thought about it, and it's gone now. Um, well, it's
5: okay. Well, we, we didn't, uh, if anybody else has any other surprises, yeah. they thought of. okay if you don't. I, uh, I
7: will. No, go for it, go. it, Amanda.
1: Hell
7: no! Sure? I want to hear what you have to say. Okay. Go.
1: I was really surprised I nixed uh, Mallory. Um, there were a lot of things that I knew about Merritt going into everything he did experienced in uh, in season two, but that moment following everything that went down in Lansing and having that s- sort of final debrief with Mallory, I did not know how that scene was going to go whatsoever because a big part of me wanted to keep her. We had just had her through all of Marlene and she had done right by us even when we had really fucked up and She was absolutely not a good person, but she's also very human and she'd been through things that, that, you know, Merit really identified with. And I I wanted to know things as a Claire of, like, what's under the wig and who is this woman and how do you get to be this way? And, like, she'd been through what we'd been through. She was on a team and it went wrong and then she lost somebody she loved. And now that person they loved is, well, fucking in the uh, shape-shifting into a million other people, but... (laughs) Um, so, going into that, I thought that I would spin it as, I'm upset with you, but I'm going to continue our arrangement because that's the only way we keep things alive, that we keep things moving. But, like, I was just, I got to thinking so much in the middle of that conversation, how much Merritt had changed from chapter one of season two and, uh, to, to this point, and how much he had fucking lost on principles he thought were right. Um, And it just didn't make any more sense for where we're going, for where he's going, for who he is, to put up with any more of it in the name of... Like, he thought that the deal was he gets saved, and he hasn't been saved yet. So, like, it came out of nowhere for me, but it felt really right in the moment. I think that was the only one that was like, oh, shit, I just
5: fuck, what did I do? Hopefully that turns out okay. I think it's worth um, mentioning real quick too, like, you know, uh, your Merit is a great character because you have really um, thought about his arc. Uh, Arc one, he was a great kind of antagonist within the group. And in arc two, you and I, you know, working together did a great job of, I think, redeeming him. I think he goes through a lot of stuff, and comes out the other end, still, you know, doing his best for the people he cares about, but also kind of like growing a backbone. Um, right. Uh, I, 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 I think I that was, you know, I really loved kind of watching what you did with that character and how you allowed me to do the things I did to that character too. You know. Yeah. I, I think it was worth it. I think uh, you know he's a he's a fan favorite for sure. I, I think so oh, too. Sweet
7: boy, thank you. Uh, yeah, there's a that. That side chat was uh, going (laughs) when that was going on. We're not happy with you, Serge.
5: (laughs) That's okay. I can live with that. Amanda, you go. Yeah,
1: you you got Um, one, Amanda. uh,
7: I think for me, what was surprising was I. I feel like. season one boomer is like i know it might be very minuscule or minor it's how they are accepting their fate in a way mm. and it's the anger that i don't think that extra ang- the first season it's like i'm getting out i we can get it's the one and done easy but with marlene it's scary now it's like wait this is a comeback and not only that you're in my home mm. and it's it's not going to end. And I think that's where it's like that sphere of like, oh God, no, this is going to end. And then it's like that depression. So that's where it just kept getting angry and very kind of like what you said, selfish. She for a while was like, I don't give a fuck about anybody, but I want, if you're with me on this, we're going to live. But if not, then ye out. But it's like, it's very interesting where like, I know what I would like to do certain things going forward. It's like, Ooh, okay, then it's... Boomer is gonna definitely go through a different kind of weird change if we proceed further, but... I can't remember. I don't remember, like, I'll, honestly, Charles, the only thing that I was just, like you said, I fucked
5: up. Yeah, I you're, like, you're just kind of surprised at the way the character has evolved.
7: Yeah. yeah. And then I had, like, to act with this guy, and I'm like...
4: <laughs> so
7: that's... Zach, you go. Yeah. Uh,
4: I think... I think I feel like Warp has a pretty predictable end and she's still very much on track for that end. But yes, <laughs> but I think that now she's starting to consider like, oh, yes.
6: Oh, yes. You mean death?
4: Oh, well, yes. But like <laughs> there's a point where in the hospital after she like yo-yos the knife oh. where like she fails a sand test and sir, do you say it like warp realizes that magic is real basically at this yeah. moment and that yeah. she can use it and that's always been something she's known about hypergeometry and like how weird it is and that it would be important for her to accomplish her goals but that was something that she was like she was trying to read her way out and now she's trying to do other things Ooh, but I also love to hear that. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's she's Kind of picking who she wants to go with her because she hasn't gotten to like the selfishness that we're talking about she doesn't understand that like she's made all of these friends that at some point like we can't stay perennial and she she can't accomplish her goals unless everyone agrees like the likelihood of perennial existing in her perfect world is
5: small so i uh, um that I'm glad that you had the same feeling about that moment where, you know, you said to me, I want to think about it coming back into my hand. And I, there was nowhere on the stats of that night that it did that. But I said, it wouldn't be the unnatural if anything weren't possible with it. And, and just, and you rolled well and it, and it was a, a moment that needed to happen. And and yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad that it affected you too, because I also was like, I was kind of realizing it myself. Like, yeah, why would there be any limit to what these things can do? It, it's just down to our own creativity and, and, you know, there's a price to pay, but yeah.
4: Yeah, it's just a new kind of research.
1: <laughs> oh. It's it's one of my favorite arcs that we did in season two. And it goes across season one, too, of the warp being weaponized. Mm-hmm. Like, even from that backstory of being a part of, you know everything that happens with uh, a place like Galworthy farms and and things like that of being indoctrinated into uselessness and then you're you gain autonomy and then you're told by the people you work for that you're useless and then you're reminded by everyone else that you're a book reader and everything and and like even the little things you added of like she's going to take self defense classes she's going to go to the hardware store and go straight to the knives like the 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 story of I am, I am weak, but I want to be strong. I'm small, but I want to be big. It is so human in a game that is so not. Yeah. It fucking, like, breaks my heart. And one of the worst conversations we had to have was the put the knife down. Like, yeah. that whole moment killed me because Ooh. Caleb knew everything that meant for Warp to finally be seen as someone who could do something.
4: Yeah. There's no fucking way we let her keep yeah. the devil knife. <laughs> Yeah, that was a moment where it was like, I think as as the months go by between campaigns, that idea shifts. But in that moment, it was okay if I'm going to do this, this big thing, it has to be a place where my friends can't see it, because if they can, they're going to make me put the knife down. Yeah,
5: which is all logic tells you that's the right thing to do. But you know, how how can you say no to so much power? Yeah, yeah.
3: I was super yeah. bummed I didn't get to be a part of that conversation, but sitting and like watching it, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I love, like I'm I'm sort of glad I didn't get to be in that because I loved watching everyone do. It was so good. <laughs> I was just like, oh, "Oh no!" I had a lot of feelings, and I love you guys. <laughs> I'm gonna say that a lot tonight. That's,
5: that's why <laughs> we're, we love- we're getting yeah, it all love-
7: out
1: now.
3: We do watch each other a lot. We're just like,
1: yeah, yeah.
5: That so was a comment much. in our in our patron of like oh you know sometimes it's tough to have a lot of people playing but it's a pleasure like I'm totally cool just sitting here watching everybody do their thing because it's entertainment for for me and obviously you, we come all to play but right it's it's so much fun even when you're not playing or my you're actively doing something you when know, I didn't the speak
6: off of everybody true
7: one of my favorite apps I don't even speak in it I was just watching <laughs> it was great I get the yeah, privilege man. of seeing you guys live do it and, then, and that's where it's like ah, hell yeah. yeah I'll do that
1: yeah it, it is the best feeling to be in it and reacting to each other like sometimes yeah. you people will say shit I never in a million years would have thought of as a human being yes and for me to get that ball back and go what the fuck am I gonna do with <laughs> no. this it's just it's one of my favorite things I've
0: ever done in my life for sure yeah yeah what did, what did you have for us Eli?
8: I mean, shit. High uh, <laughs> to rapid, the mental health decline was yeah. probably the biggest one. Um, certainly didn't one, start
5: the arc, like thinking about that.
8: No, because oh, no, I wait, got, wait, we we did, we did.
4: What we haven't broken you, yet.
5: No. Oh yeah, you're right. You didn't. I didn't
4: say. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> start plural. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I they broke didn't?
4: right after the historical right, scenario. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, after, nothing. as soon as it yeah. ended. But I didn't
8: think I was going to like I thought it was not losing that much sanity until I looked and I counted all the numbers <laughs> and then oh, I no. broke it and then that became my, my whole arc <laughs> was dealing with that um,
3: you but, can I just like say you handled that so, so good. well mm-hmm. and so specifically it yeah. every time I listen to any of those episodes I'm like oh, fuck what <laughs> it's <laughs> The goal, is the goal is. was
8: to go as long as possible before I we, re- we re- re- revealed that shit. Caleb had kind of figured it out at the beginning and had been, like, posting stuff on her- <laughs> Where we were like playing videos on Roll Twenty and stuff like that, just kept. I had like a. I don't know what you put, Jekyll. Oh,
1: I was always right next to, to Eli on the video screen on Roll Twenty, so Eli yes. had hide, and then I had an arrow pointing to their video camera with Jekyll. Yes, <laughs> and, like
4: the whole art. I will um, say also in episode one, Warp asked Hide was your nickname from the book or the right ver- yeah of course I didn't know <laughs> god yeah. but it's yeah. been a thing since episode so one and that was some good foreshadowing. I, mean, foreshadowing I mean what, yeah what a
5: great choice of, of character name you know Agent Hyde oh, Lord, Lord. Uh, I, I was just so pleased with how well Eli handled the the villainesque aspect of you know being a different person at least in the sense that we didn't know what their mm. motives were or, or still are but you know I asked everybody at the beginning of Doom to repeat look at some point, you might become the villain. Please accept the things that make your character scary. And and when we, you know, when hot, uh, when Eli said to me they wanted to go with this idea of a split personality, multiple personality, uh, they just ran with it, and they did such a good job. All of that stuff of them taking Zach and, and all of that, that was, was come up. That was all Eli. And it was I wasn't great.
8: prepared for that. I, I think I told Zag afterwards that I was like, I kind of like blacked out the whole episode. I didn't fucking, I was just like panicking. I think when I pulled the gun on on Amanda, I was like, oh no. Oh no.
5: <laughs> I, <laughs> I
8: didn't want to do that necessarily. Well, and your I,
5: instincts were right. I think you I ran like, with it and it worked.
8: Yeah, and I just you fucking. fucking calling Marlene? It. Like, yeah.
5: Uh, that that seemed... was brilliant. Fucking
8: that. Oh.
1: I think that's the closest I've ever got to killing one of you was that <laughs> car moment I was
8: I think everybody was mad enough to just like you were just.
3: I think I was just sad that we didn't know earlier. I was just like, <laughs> fuck, and like that's just such a good like weird life lesson of like check on your strong friends because they're also having a terrible fucking time, and even if they're not loud about it, the like the dramas ones, yeah. of us are yeah. like.
1: Well, like, the great narrative setup too, is that half of us were states away. So we got a secondhand message through two researchers who already didn't like security. Yep. And we were like, oh, well, fuck, we're fighting again. God damn it, it's Starbucks
3: all (laughs) over again. Until we saw it, we were like, oh, no, this is nothing. And then we saw it, and you're like,
4: oh. (laughs) It's a wild thing to happen while... There's a body snatcher situation already happening right. in the background. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because right. the moment like Warp comes out of the airport and gets the call from Merit saying, Don't go in the car, you are not thinking this person has a DID. Like that's not the first we're thinking about the naked body <laughs> running no, around. No. I love that though because
8: you're like, "Is it Marlene?" And then I walk up. That <laughs> like Suck. fucking
5: airport scene of you guys that walking away. So, oh, so, so worked weird. out perfectly with like weird. you know Marin Power walking trying to catch <laughs> up to them. It was it was with his
3: still stuff. broken leg.
5: Still yeah. broken oh, my
6: stupid leg. Sometimes oh, you just need a nice casual kidnapping. That's that's just, like a, so, a little
3: bit.
5: It did
6: kind of bring us together.
5: But sure and i'll bit. say this i had a lot more planned in the investigation there was a lot more evidence and like <laughs> what, what what is marlene doing what all that went out the window because we just had to focus on this this more insular issue
3: hello sergio we're going to ruin
4: your plans aren't we, once again we're driving the opposite direction the, <laughs> the plight
0: of the game master yeah. 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 that was uh no that was some great discussion folks that was awesome um We'll keep on trucking along. We've got a uh, great question from Ank here, uh, specifically for Aaron. Uh, I feel like I remember there being mention of Aaron doing the intro song. How exactly did the song get made? Exclusively software, some instrumental additions, etc.
6: The short Good answer question. to that question is poorly.
0: It <laughs> <But> is great. <laughs> shut your fucking mouth.
6: <laughs> but no, um, it's, um, I made it. Um, I mean, I don't know. I made it the way anyone makes a song. I use um, FL Studio they were all uh, you know I did kind of this sampled orchestral slash electronic sound um, I don't know I don't know how I make music sometimes it well, just mm-hmm. happens
5: Aaron why <laughs> did you choose for it to be like 10 minutes long you know the initial oh, uh, actually, like, kind of because right. I
6: was because I didn't know what I was doing and I was insane
5: <laughs> yeah. I, I thought you were just like, you know, choose from within this song. That you know, was what, also what part of it. That is. was also
6: part of it. Most uh, of yeah. it most most of it was me just getting carried away, but it was also we have options. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And, well, can we uh, also talk about the fact that you made themes for all of us this
8: yeah. season? Yeah. Well yeah.
3: yeah. oh, yes,
8: so I
6: don't think they really got used.
8: Right? I, I used, used them I used in them in places. Yeah, Tucky was used in a couple places. Yeah. I threw it in the background in a, in, in a
4: they they, they were fucking great. <laughs> really I think good. Like home scenes, especially. Yeah, Do we you use them around home scenes. and stuff. That actually
5: might make very a good patron thing. We That's what yes. I was going to oh, say. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Different
5: you already teams. hear folks, is coming out on Patreon. Yeah.
6: yeah I think, yeah, they're, yeah, I guess I can just upload them. The reason I haven't put them anywhere is because I'm like, <laughs> they could sound a little
0: bit better. Well, mm-hmm. they the
6: Patreon.
5: Yeah,
0: you're <laughs> killing it. You're killing it, man. Yeah. That's some good stuff. I,
5: as soon as I heard that theme song, I was like, this is fucking it, man. He I mean, I I we were all just so in the zone in in those first weeks of starting Doom to really peed, Uh and and yeah, as soon as I heard that, I was like, that is a banger. Let's do it. Let's go with it.
1: Yeah really good it's, a, it's it iconic well now with, people yeah. look
0: oh go ahead.
8: oh no sorry i was gonna say Andrew, and it fits well with like how we do our recaps and stuff like that because we get really dramatic during the recaps and then we just drop into the, into right, the yeah,
6: uh, yeah. yeah.
0: whatever yeah, that like, theme kicks in people know exactly what they're in for right, yeah about. i think
6: i went I, I remember i can't remember who it who it was or when it was or why it was but someone like made a like a meme about like doomed to repeat organically without any intervention from us. And it had like a tune in it. And I was like, yeah, oh, hey, that's kind of neat. <laughs> uh, that,
5: that
6: it happened. was it was a Thor meme of Thor. Yeah. Uh,
5: but it was Warp uh, grabbing yep. the, the knife. knives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah! That was a great yeah. one.
0: Somebody on Twitter made that. Super Beautiful. Love that. Um, double DM from Twitter, a uh, good friend of the show, asks what does the cast feel over this arc, uh which two characters bond has strengthened the most and which bond has weakened the most? Interesting.
6: That's a hard one. I don't Maren know. If and anyone... Tuck.
0: Mered and
4: Tuck got close. Which one up or down? We did. Oh, they, the, they're Tuck. the tightest bond ever. Yeah. 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 yeah Straight
7: up. Oh, for
3: that's, sure. Yeah. Uh, I, think we, I mean, we Tuck. kind
4: of split into like
3: Sergio Sergio split us into those groups, uh, and they've kind of they've kind of started to to get stronger, Tuck, uh, Merritt, and War. I <laughs> <No>. mean,
8: <laughs> Samuel, I, I
3: guess I'm just mostly thinking about Samuel and Boomer. I think the relationship that suffered the most was all of us and Hyde.
1: Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, which is really sad. Yeah. It's a little it fucking, tough when you stab your friends. It broke yeah. my heart
5: when when Eli or when Hyde is talking to Tuck, and she's like, "I ain't got nobody in my corner. I don't have anybody in my corner." That was like, "Fuck, man." Killed
6: me. Yeah. Yeah. But that's oh. what happens when you stab people. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Stab- cool. I got it wasn't stab. Wait, I I stab stabbed. I nobody stabbed myself. Yet. But
8: Warp's cool. I almost like, lost the hand.
6: <laughs> After you kidnapped somebody.
8: I mean, yeah. again, Zeke's <laughs> is there's, not high.
6: Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's one Amazing.
1: thing that we probably need to consolidate in season three of like, can we truly blame Warp for what's going to happen, or I'm sorry, can we truly blame Hyde for what's going to happen to all of us if we keep this profession like, eventually we all go insane if you stick around it long enough like, uh,
6: Yeah. some of us are getting pretty down there in the old sanity department, I came pretty
1: close this time
3: I still don't think I've broken yet, somehow Oh, wow, we've
5: we talk about that. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I know, yeah. Sergio.
3: The also, last episode
8: that's dedicated key to this,
5: right? Yeah, I gotta double yeah. go check the math here because uh, yeah. getting shot in the chest is a good reason to fucking. Yeah, no, that was the thing point.
3: though. You had me roll sanity, and I passed the sanity, so you only yeah. had me lose a small amount of sanity, and then, uh, it, I, and then we talked about me getting a disorder from getting shot in the chest, and you said no. I was like, "Rad, sounds good." I won't oh, lose any sanity. Or I, I think it butter. might
1: be me and Tuck are the only ones that haven't like had a full break yet. I don't
8: want to see what Meredith's gonna do when he break. So I'd
1: rather
4: uh, you oh keep God. your shit together. <laughs> I'm just,
1: I'm so sorry. Like, I sometimes I'll be sitting here thinking like, "Wow, Meredith's pretty fucking scary, man." And then I'll remember like the session negative one we had with Sergio, like the one on one talks. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys got all the same question. Sergio was like. Well, how do you see yourself breaking if you do break? How does a person like Merritt break down? And I'm so scared for if that shit ever actually <laughs> comes out.
8: Yeah, keep that
7: keep that to yeah, yourself.
8: Like,
7: yeah. I, I would <laughs> say the same with you. Boomer has not had a mental breakdown. Oh, oh I like
1: yeah, old oh, Boomer's hasn't. with us too. Yeah, nice. that's close with the claustrophobia. The claustrophobia.
7: Claustrophobia. That's true. You
8: but know, that's it's how they. That's have, from like a- OG. OG. But, like, when's the last
7: time Boomer actually fully engaged with a scenario? <laughs> the that they have
5: stayed in the periphery a
4: lot. <laughs> Smart enough yeah. top down. down. Yeah.
7: I'm sorry if van. Boomer follows the laws They're of Survivor. basic no, horror. No, you're the wisest yeah. of Survivor. us all. But, oh, know. absolutely. But still. <laughs> That's from yeah. yeah. It's called common sense, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't open the fucking Love door. <laughs> we, couldn't, we, we didn't open the tank. The, a lot of shit would have been falling.
2: I, I agree,
4: Boomer.
7: Cu- we opened that <laughs> tank, and a lot of shit went down.
4: <laughs> but
3: <laughs> <A> story?
4: <laughs> yes, <A> story.
7: <laughs> it, it, I love that—that that it was a season one incident that literally yeah, came
3: back with consequences. And, yes,
1: and we still like constantly blame each other. Like we it is change. something that's so solidified who all of us are. Like
3: yeah, as a party so of real people.
8: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy.
3: I think I think awesome. Boomer and Samuel got closer a lot this season, too. Yeah. Between, between huh. her stealing his fob and then the talk that you guys had in the car and then the finale.
1: I oh. love that oh. confession scene in the sedan. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. so good. Oh. The
7: confession,
3: the confession really, one of
7: my yes. yeah. yeah. I, at least I, rem- I remember the
3: confession. <laughs> the finale, though. Finale, <laughs> who knows? It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. I, it, how, oh, sorry.
7: No, no, no. We could talk about that when we get to the ending thing. Yes, sounds like weirdly
8: empathetic as a character.
6: (laughs) Yeah, why is that that weird?
8: I don't know because nobody because you're not the person that people expect to go to because of your shenanigans. I mean, you're
4: technically the priest, but like I was gonna say, weren't you? You were like making roles to aid like people losing sanity. A lot of them went
6: well, but. But
4: you, Wait, <laughs> but you were there.
7: You were there. You when were trying well was when you're going up against the Preda. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. You should
6: Oh
1: my die. God, that 2% or whatever.
8: That was, that was wild.
1: That was a great episode.
5: And, you know, so, so often, um, uh, Samuel gets flack for doing the crazy things, but, you know, he, uh, I, he really won me over in that episode, I think it was 15, where he's like, I'm doing this to help people. Like, you know, I don't care about my life. I want to help people. And, there's something admirable about that, as wild as it is. Yeah.
1: There, there is so much allure. Like, one of my favorite things about Samael is that he talks a big game, he yeah. acts a big game, oh, there's yeah. a big mask in front of him, but underneath, it's not that he's incompetent, it's the opposite. He's yeah. extremely good know. what he Show at that. what he does. Yeah. Yeah. He's an exceptional priest outside of the the purview of us, and he knows exactly what he's talking about when we get to the evidence. and. He saved us like four different times with flash magic. Like, yeah, you, you you can fault him for his decisions, but you can't fault him for his efficiency. Yeah, for
3: sure. I think Samael's is like the empathetic and kind and brave that Tuck thinks she is, mm-hmm. but she isn't. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. interesting. Ooh, that would be a so, fun yeah, conversation. I, I think
6: that's I think that's, that's interesting because it is kind of the converse because Samael doesn't see himself that way at all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like that. Uh, next up, Ankh asks, We know if a player is retired after a mission, we'll probably see the next character during the next gathering up. Is there a plan in play, Sergio, just in case someone dies during a mission, like during the historical cases? And, fun character reflection question, How are all the PCs feeling after everything went to shit but got resolved?
7: Did get
3: resolved?
0: Did get resolved?
3: It is kind of weird. Out of
5: Lansing. Yeah. And We're in a different state.
0: So, so let's start with that first
5: one. Just yeah, is, there a play- is it, not Yeah, really. I mean, I do warn the players, like you know, I think for Cicada and for something else, I warned them, like get the the have, have a character in place. Yes, this where we began fight. with you fighting Marlene in the in the apartment. Yeah. I said, just have one in case, because I, I I can't pull my punches, and um, but fortunately, you guys survived that one. Um
3: barely. Yeah. Ber-
5: they, the question also kind of also implies like characters like Tuck. Um I think Tuck is definitely <clears throat> in Tuck is definitely in the next arc. Um They're not they're not done yet. They're not out yet. Well they got the magic lunge. Out. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. My con's still in the shit, but Maybe the gel keeps working, I don't
1: know.
6: I'll <laughs> go kill more kids. I long got long Please no, don't. That can't <laughs> be <laughs> oh yeah are we going to talk about that whole thing no
1: yes. <laughs> yes,
6: we should
4: I,
1: I do want to say that in the vein of this question I did have a conversation with Sergio that I will not disclose any information about but we did have like a, a, a pretty long conversation in the discord of like hey if you were to play someone else <laughs> who would you play like we, we had one on backup for merit when that whole Marlene situation sure. started yeah. Um, and I think that's the closest I've ever gotten, like, extensive to, like, oh, shit, I may have to accept that I'm playing someone new. And we had even done, like, baseline of of who he was and how he would come into the game. Um, but thankfully, none of that came yeah. true. So. A lot of close calls.
0: Does everyone have, no. a, have a character on standby? Nope. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. <laughs> no.
3: A vague idea of one, but it's stupid. Nope. <laughs> To be fair,
5: to be, be fair, fair, I did design the campaign in a way that it, this was a little bit of a surprise to have perennials so much in the front line. Like I sold it as you're doing research. It should be relatively safe. The idea is that these main characters would last a little longer, but you know, I want to turn the heat up a little bit in second arc and see how, how how they would fare.
3: And I think know. that also comes from us like spending so time so so much time on this on the historical scenario first season. Um, and, like, building these characters that are, like, big and fleshed out and not having a whole lot of time with our long-lasting exactly. characters and then you telling us this time, like, we're doing historical in two and then everything else is perennial. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, I think that was something that we had to, like... I know for me myself personally, I super dialed back on all of my prep for my, for my historical characters because yeah. I was like, I don't want to get attached to them because if they die... Oh, wow. Because when, when it was like Rose and Oliver, I was like, they can't die. Yeah. <laughs> and like, And this time I was like, they can die. I don't care. <laughs> that's also Same. what makes
6: it good, though, is you don't want them to die. So when yeah. they do, it's like a whole thing.
3: And I think that's yeah. something I'm going to change next season, too, is like, I want to try and find the happy medium because I was so hyper afraid of them dying season one and didn't give a shit this time. So I want to find like the halfway point.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I do like what we did with that historical scenario this season. Oh, though, yeah. Cause I felt oh, like yeah. so much of who these people were came out on the mission itself. And we got so many cool little, like it wasn't exactly like our historical from season one where we had a lot of great character moments. We got to know who these people are right before they you know go up against the crack crystal. And this one, it was, we don't know them as much, but there's so much feeling behind the actions that they're taking Like, I love, love, love the imagery that uh, Sergio gave us of the two of us flailed past the explosion off the top deck and then we land square onto our backs and we Ah. have a few seconds before we fucking bleed out and die where we're transfixed into another time and space. Like, that imagery to me, like, gives me chills right now just thinking about it of, like... We were able to put together like a really cool little scenario of people who were ready to do the hardest thing imaginable for no other reason than then there was no one else.
5: Like, so cool. It was just a different kind of movie, right? Like, we right. made, uh, you know, the Detroit movie, which was a little bit more of a character piece in, in the first arc. And in this one, we made Predator. We made right. something that was fast yeah. and fun and, yeah. and you know, told a very specific story. It was kind of a railroad, but it was also still, you know, something where you guys could really show off your, your fun, you know, strong characters. Yeah. You know, these people were all badasses.
8: Yeah,
1: it was fun to play Marine, too. Like, to, to, to try and... Embody that—it's always very difficult Which to is, do well, but
6: and it's very, it's very different for most of us, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, except for maybe Amanda, who grew up in that. Environment, yeah, but
7: yeah. <laughs> it, honestly, I just—it felt home to me. Yeah. I slipped <laughs> right back into that. It's I like mean, it- that.
4: How close is a marine to a tiefling warlock? And <laughs> not at all. <laughs> well, that's, yeah.
6: Yeah. I mean I oh think that's God. is that why you exploded in, you know, the first yes. five minutes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, Dante, yeah. my love.
7: <laughs> I'm literally God. the bomb person, and I and didn't do was... the stats right the first couple. And I was like, so damn <laughs> so good. Oh, I, was, I was like, oh, I could have saved some lives.
6: I, just, I remember when that when that mine went off, and we but there was like it took us fifteen minutes to be like, oh no, that actually happened. They're dead. So oh, yeah. because <laughs> was,
4: yeah. manic laughing. It was
6: condensed in the edit for sure.
4: <laughs> yeah, I cannot believe, like. It's like, Sergio blew up my character. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing I could think so 45 so minutes in. <laughs> uh, uh, a,
5: little, a little behind the screen, I hadn't decided that it was actually a workable bomb until you rolled a zero, because the zero is like the worst possible thing that could happen. And of course, the worst possible thing is that they're live minds. And it, it, it ended up being justifiable because these people were basically, you know, tempting fate. They were testing fate. See, right. the people who they thought were going to go through really ended up going through. And it, so it worked out great.
3: A scientific yeah. exploration of fate. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Right. Fascinating.
5: Right.
1: And it was so it was good because we spent like 15 minutes just like pure marine bravado of like, I can yeah. shoot better than you. I can fight better than you. Oh,
4: fuck, he's that dead. So what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> just like Achilles heel. everybody immediately. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Oh.
1: Incredible. You were going to say something, Aaron. I'm no, I, I telling totally you how know, it was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Trogbrin has another great question. Uh, for Surge, the big man himself, uh, what is your guiding philosophy in running TTRPG games? What leads you to the rulings you make in-game?
5: Trog posts this on our Patreon. and I'll, as The moment he posted I was like, how the hell am I going to answer this question? Right. It's a great question. It it's, is. It's a tough question to answer. I mean... I was thinking about it today and honestly, my answer is just twofold. Are the players having fun? And is it a, is it a kind of fun that we've all agreed on? And is it, is it, I've almost kind of forgotten like what I was thinking about today, but it's just like, um, and so specifically with horror stuff, like I don't, it's too easy to kill players. I really, really am relishing how much Perennial is just slowly falling apart, and 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 it, because it creates great moments for my players, uh, it creates great story things. You know, so much of the story is is driven by the the characters and their choices. Um, I, I'm I'm just all about the story. I'm all about how do we make this feel as cinematic as possible, and part of that is are we all having fun. Is it the fun that we want? Um, my philosophy is just to come ready. Uh, I I I like to um, come a little bit more prepared than I think the players were were expecting. Uh, you know, if I can be on my toes a little bit more than they were expecting, I think that's what is part of the fun. Like suddenly, the 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 of of the story is like, okay, this feels real because he's he's relentless. Uh, he's he you know he, he it's it's as if he's got everything you know figured out. When I I, I was kind of making up a lot on the spot sometimes, um, but I did also take the time um, to do it, uh, to to you know be ready. Um, so the guiding philosophy is just, like, take it seriously. Take the fun that you have seriously. You know, I, I like to have real serious fun. But at the end of it, we're like, I, we can't believe we just did three hours of, like, this super intense role play and gaming. You know, that, that's what I like about it. Three, six.
0: Yeah, <laughs> love that. And, and a lot of times it's like it's the rule of cool, right? What, what's going to push the narrative in the most interesting direction possible? Um, you know, Yeah, Absolutely. One of my
1: favorite parts of being in Sergio's game, and I'll say this quick, I know I'm talking a lot. One of my favorite things about being in his game is that like, sometimes you will recede from a table if you don't feel like someone is backing up the thought you have. With Sergio, it's the exact opposite. If you come to the table with an idea that you want to see through, he will guide everything on the other side, and you don't even have to question whether it's written, whether it's done. And that influences me as a player to go well then i'm going to give him everything i've ever wanted to see at a table i'm going to do everything that i think would be great and it just makes the entire experience better because he says be great i'm gonna i'm gonna watch you back and and that guiding experience makes everything just so much better huge inspiration when I was writing Vampires, when I was putting that in, of how can I make sure that everyone feels like I have their back on everything they want to accomplish?
5: Well, I'll tell you what, Vampires is already inspiring me for Arc 3 in terms of how how to make it even better, because I'm loving Vampires. Yes.
4: Yes. Thank you. It's a a beautiful feedback loop. Right? (laughs) It is. Yeah. It's so good. If you, yeah. if anyone's watching this, is a is a kind, safe DM where everybody lives. If you want to DM and sort of influence the content, that would be great. Please. We've no just a lot of wild we little,
6: people. We injected into, the, into yeah. the process.
1: Yeah, I guess it is kind of rough to like step from surge to Vince and then to me, like like. Eli I mean, was we our had some Eli in the middle in there, but the Eli middle?
3: also killed oh, one of really? us.
1: That's true. Eli has the like first kill amongst us.
8: I think I killed a couple of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You definitely you
1: killed
8: a turtle. I definitely killed. You fried one of us. <laughs> you fried oh, a turtle man. with a bigger turtle. I, I killed Amanda too. Yeah.
3: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he yeah. did. So, so, almost go. did me too.
8: Oh.
1: oh. You talked to okay. the dog,
3: remember?
8: Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a hold great hands. Point. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's no
1: fucking break with any of.
4: <laughs> so if you
8: just want to run a game,
4: we all just okay. kind of sit
8: down and hold hands.
1: <laughs> hey, that's. I mean, uh... Lex has
3: run. Lex has run us through beach episode, like beach, beach day. Those are oh, those are go. soft and sweet, are-
1: but nobody died in Morgoth's. That was very
3: sweet. True?
6: True. I die. In. I was going to say, I don't think that's something that can happen in the game. We'll, 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 when we do part two, we'll stress test it. Okay.
4: Right? Yeah. Great. There we go. Thank, Thank you. So, I you love to hear that. Yeah. That gives Bye. me so much comfort. I can't wait for that.
0: And uh, last but most certainly not least, uh, at least for our listener questions, Onk on Twitter asked uh, So, if Tuck ends up out of commission, is Leg picking up Mallory uh, to continue the legacy of Mallory's love hate, slightly confused relationship with Dear Perennial? This is
5: that question that I, I remember Onk asked and I kind of answered yeah. at the top.
0: That's true. Yeah.
5: Would you want to play Mallory? That seems out of your own. I mean, uh... Part of can't me shoot thinks would be
3: super interesting. Oh, sorry. What were you saying, Zach? Sorry, Mallory can't shoot a gun. Go ahead. That's very true. Mallory doesn't, doesn't do security. a lot of things. That made me so
1: fucking pissed. I, so I still don't forgive you for that. What the hell? <laughs>
3: it's just me and, and reasons. Caleb. There's
1: lore reasons. There's lore reasons? You know what though? Like Why'd it was so, so fucking good. Cause in the moment I was like, I've been taking orders from this woman. This bitch? Yeah. I almost died for this woman. She can't even fire a fucking sig. Like,
3: (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I like part of me thinks it'd be super interesting to play Mallory because of that same, like weird relationship that we've already forged with her. But I have an idea for another character. If anything like happens to tuck in either direction, I don't think anything good's going to happen to her. I in fact think only the worst things are going to happen to her. Um, but I have like an iota of an idea of a character that's absolutely going to not gel with anyone in the best way possible. Nice. So it. that's kind of fun for me in the future, maybe. But I, I like if I had my druthers, I have things that I want Tuck to have. Um, is that going to happen? I don't think so. So maybe I'll play Mallory. Like if it, like, if it's like a if it's like a Frost um, Constance, Yeah experience then for sure like an episode or two I'd be super down. But I don't think I'd want that to be my forever. Mm. Or forever until that character died.
5: Yeah we there's a lot of fun stuff planned for Tuck. Oh, yeah. Don't
3: say that <laughs>
1: Okay. I think Go that am so scared. <laughs> this is like your Marlene season. Like you're gonna get locked in the closet this
4: time.
3: Yeah, I've never been in the closet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that lesbian's been out since day one, baby. <laughs> First <laughs> time for everything. Oh
4: yeah, listen. You get locked in my closet once. It happens on your on a mission, and you move on. And <laughs> it's in a way, it's
1: even worse than what Mara went through. you got a kid with you.
4: I don't know if I have a kid with me
3: yet. I don't know if I have a kid with me yet. We don't know what
1: it's going to be. you know this
5: shows history with kids.
3: I know. I have a deep fear of something Sergio is going to make you do. And then that's going to bring us to blows.
5: My, My kind of like goal or hope was to eventually come into a little bit more detail with everybody's backstory. So I'm hoping, you know, like arc two felt like Merit had an arc and then i think these coming arcs however long our game lasts you know I, i'd like to explore everyone else's
6: backgrounds too so
3: i want to know Ooh. what the fuck uh hide saw in the goddamn desert yeah. <laughs> all i can think about is like the fresno walkers and i'm like same
1: <laughs> well and when i found that the patrons know crystal nomad too that
5: like throws coral my mind, nomad, yeah. Coral, or coral, coral Nomad. nomad. Yeah. Excuse it picks me. Picks up a crystal. They, they know coral nomad. They know pretty much what's going. What 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 Tuck is you know in store for uh, <laughs> in arc three. Um, yeah. They, oh, they 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 were very aware of merit and. Uh, they were
1: very aware of my shit. I, called, called, I don't know.
5: Uh, not jump. Uh,
1: Somersault. Somersault. Summersault. Summer, oh, of course, Vince is, The project. Somersault. <laughs> He's yeah. got
0: the notes ready.
3: Oh my god. god.
0: So that was was the patron
5: questions. Great questions.
3: Thank you, friends. Yeah, those are some
0: phenomenal questions. What questions do you all have for each other?
5: Anybody have a good one that wants to start? Do we not have any
6: from, like, Twitter
0: or anything? We we got them from
6: Twitter, too.
3: I I have one that I can just throw out that's kind of a soft lob. Um, What was your favorite moment of Arc 2 that you were a part of and your favorite moment that you weren't a part of?
0: Oh... Great question,
3: Cicada for sure. As something I was not a
8: part of, but thoroughly fucking enjoyed.
0: Cicada was That's wild. So glad
3: literally. I missed that mess. I... <laughs> All Cicada, yes. Yeah, I think All I think cicada. anyone who wasn't at Cicada, there was going to be
7: at
6: Cicada.
8: cicada. <laughs> I read a book. <laughs>
6: no, 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 what, did, we even, did the rest of us even talk that episode? We were just like no, we, didn't, there, no. Right? we, just, we were just we, there
8: for
7: support. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. Boomer specifically told you to go take a day because <laughs> that was the one that Hyde went running away into the streets, basically. Oh, yeah,
8: way. yeah, technically,
5: yeah. Fuck. So I wasn't a part of um, a lot of the stuff with Eli. Like as soon as uh, Hyde started talking to Mallory and I mean, I was there, I guess. Yes. It's kind of weird of me to say that. But even then, like there was like half hour portions where I'm not saying anything uh, during that. So that was really fun uh, to uh, just kind of hang back and watch it, watch the chaos unfold.
1: Um, for me, like a big focal point was uh, Sam going through the the ritual. That whole yeah. imagery and not knowing what was going to happen once he did it. And we just had this big argument over whether this was going to be the death of him. And then, like, seeing the fucking weird, like, drug house and the, bu- the bug and everything yes. that came of all that. That was so cool to experience. And, like, I love little moments like that that are so coded for one character. And it felt like a really good moment for Sam. I love that one.
6: I really like the way that scene turned out in post, too.
7: Yeah, I found it so yeah. good.
5: Yeah, it it's real really
6: good. Yeah.
7: Can I do an honorable mention, which is the Marlene fight in the yes. apartment?
4: That was gonna be mine. Yes, yes. I, I.
7: Sweet, love that. That yeah. was tense because was I was, great, yo. I really thought we were gonna lose somebody that one.
1: Well, we, we were in that moment of like. Tuck is with Marlene. Sam yeah. has passed out to the side, and Sergio is like, "Do you want to shoot the gas?"
6: I'm like, "Yeah." What the fuck? <laughs> All week, coming up with this genius plan. Yeah, yeah. we <laughs> did. We three oh, immediately,
5: it's such a good
1: plan. Too. Yeah. And you know,
5: it's worth bringing up now because during the session, you guys were like. She's beefier, man. She she's got some bonuses. I did not change Marlene's stat block.
7: <laughs> <laughs> what it was is that
5: in the in the first time you met her, you shot at her and and she basically never she retaliated. She she was trying to play coy, yeah, and it didn't work. Oh.
7: This second
5: time around, she came out swinging, and you got yeah. to see how she was just constantly regenerating, and she had like 20-something health, but she was not make a beat. But she, she, beat but she
4: regenerated she, in the first arc, right? She did. Yes, she did. she didn't attack
5: you guys until the very, very end, So mm-hmm. mm-hmm. was already... Yeah. We okay. hit her right. with like two headshots
1: back-to-back. Hit her yeah. in the head, she went down, she got back up, she ripped out my throat, I got another shot off yes. on her.
5: Yep. Nothing about her changed between arc one and arc two. Damn. Yeah.
3: Damn. We just <sighs> got our asses handed <laughs> just...
5: Yeah, wow. brutal. That was and <laughs> that right.
1: whole her having a corpse down in the car to jump to in case things go wrong.
4: Really, that fat solidified the fact that like literally anybody, anybody could right. be right. yeah. if, if I, anyone,
1: only... if anyone watches this show and wants to know what it's like to play with Sergio, that is the most Sergio indicative shit in the fucking world oh, yeah. right there. Yeah.
4: Oh, my God. Spare tires around? Just around Michigan? Yeah. One day I'll get around
5: to... Ex- oh, spare tires is a great analogy. One day I'll get around to finally condensing it into, a like, a, a scenario. But I really was inspired by that movie. Uh, I think it was called... Oh, man. something to do with breath. It had to do with Denzel Washington. He's a detective who... A, a, a murderer dies, and then people start dying in the way that this murderer was killing people. And he comes to find out that their soul is like traveling from body to oh, body. Like, fallen. Like, fa- no, no. Fallen. Was it fallen? Okay, yeah, it was fallen. Yeah, fallen. Such it a was a big inspiration for that kind of framework of like, what would a scenario like that look like? Um, and Marlene was certainly the the driving force for that. So. I'm, I had a whole thing about uh, Marlene is feeding on homeless people. Uh, and that was part of the investigation that... Uh, 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 what was the detective's name? I always blank. on Neil Brown. Neil Brown. Brown was like, you know, in the middle of like, uh, uh, oh, we got more t- homeless dead people. Oh, these FBI agents have showed up. Oh, you know, more bodies are showing up. So he was like juggling many things and never really got around to telling you guys about this other yeah. part. And it was Marlene, you know, st- keeping the bodies fresh by... Feeding on the homeless. Mm. They never Neil's the home. homie. Yeah. Yeah. He was a
1: real one.
3: <laughs> I think one of my other favorite moments was Warp calling Hyde to to ask about knives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was about that conversation. It was like four in the morning for Hyde. I was like,
4: but, but. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted I wanted to be clear that like. The beef that we had with Sikhs wasn't because Sikhs existed. It was because Sikhs did a fucked up thing in the, in the moment. Mm-hmm. But the inherent issue wasn't the, wasn't the, like, illness. Right. Yeah. It was just, kidnapping's bad and hard and stressful. Right. And that was it. But also, like, I know Hyde is not going to steer me wrong for Knives. They would understand why I would need one. Mm-hmm.
5: So I guess I have uh, not really a question, but I, I think a topic that we should bring up uh, only would bring it up in a in a something like this where we're you know really kind of laying it out for our listeners. Um, something occurred uh, in the second something. to last session <laughs> that <laughs> basically you know uh, almost ended the show. And I, I not like because
3: the, we were mad at each other, not, not because, because we didn't we love mad. each other. No, never, there was none mad. of that.
5: I want to just set the situation, right? We're, we're playing session 20. We think we're finally in the end game. We've been playing for like four hours at this point. We're we were in exhausted. five, so We were
3: in hour five.
5: I'm yeah. not surprised to hear that. We were exhausted. And you finally got Marlene unconscious. You cuffed her. And it was like, all right, let's get her to the car. And you made a choice that ultimately <sighs> led to a big problem. In... The edit as it stands, you guys put Marlene in the trunk of the car. Yeah. Would someone like to explain what originally happened? No. (laughs) What
4: had happened was what had happened. We were tired. (laughs) We were tired. (laughs) Emotionally and physically. We put her in the in the front seat. Back 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 seat. seat. Back seat. seat. We put her in the back seat betwixt two people. Who was in the car? I That's the, the worst
6: part. I was, was in the car.
5: I was wow. driving,
6: which was also a mistake. Weird. And
5: Warp had the knife.
4: Yeah, and, and I the had the knife, head. and I was in the backseat next to Marley.
5: It was everyone except Boomer and Merritt, I think.
4: No, I thought no. you were in the front seat with the knife, and I was in the backseat with the shotgun. shotgun. But she yeah, moved
1: back there to res- to do something with her, and that
5: oh, I was and I was she reached through... Yeah, I recall what happened. So so what happened was is, you know, mechanically, Marlene regains hit points, and would have come to consciousness, and I was like, oh my god. She came to consciousness, did what she's gonna do, which is try to, you know, disrupt the, what, what's happening here. Um, uh, uh, Eli failed to drive roll, Hyde failed to drive roll, and uh, probably... Actually, failed to drive roll. roll. Oh, Sam. Sam. The icing on the cake was that... Um, Uh, excuse me, Warp decided to stab Marlene with the knife. Yeah. Mechanically, I had decided that the knife had to be destroyed, not used against her. If it was used against her, it
6: was basically what
5: she wanted. Mm
6: Because you're giving it to
5: her. She wanted you to stab her. She was going to sacrifice somebody uh, and stab herself, and and it would bring her to fruition, her full self. You did two of the worst possible things you could have done and there was a car accident. <laughs> you all suffered lethality, and you all died instantly. Yeah, instantly. Insta kill. So this was this happened in in session twenty. You know, we we played it out with merit coming to the crash site, the 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 car on fire. You know, uh, 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 a Samuel head through the windshield, and a and a big tear in the in the ceiling of the roof, as if Marlene had escaped and become what it was, and we were shaken. I mean, you know, I, I still remember hearing Allegra's tears through that last hour yeah. of, of kind of resolving yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, we were just... It just felt so bad. And, and you know, we, we took the week,
2: yeah.
5: and, and we thought about it, and we basically decided to try it again. And, you know, people... Delta Green is a very lethal game, and, and you're meant to accept that. And... we really mulled over that, we we really struggled with that, we wanted to be honest to the game but I think what we all decided and tell me if I'm wrong, is that it didn't feel earned in the way that we wanted it to, it it, it felt so abrupt and so out of nowhere Um, and you know something we realized about ourselves was that we want to play the games the way we want to play the games and we don't we weren't having fun with that ending so we decided to 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 do it again and and you know i think some folks might scoff at that but i think if anything it's a lesson for some folks that it's okay to rewind and say you know what we got ahead of ourselves uh we weren't thinking because literally just putting her in the trunk solved everything yeah. So I I, 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 it was a great learning experience for us. I don't think any of us had ever experienced that. But I'd like to hear everyone's kind of thoughts about that that whole moment.
8: I mean, <laughs> I've
6: watched was... most of it out back in now.
7: I, <laughs> I can I say I I remember feeling so fucking guilty mm. because I remember the exact because I I because I, I stuck my arm in the fucking door to get in there. And if I just let the door close, I think I just got the roll or something. If I just let it close, we would have ended the episode. We would have dealt with that next week. Mm. But I stuck it in and it kept going further and further and further. And because that added like that extra hour, like that was was long. And it was like that added more to that exhaustion. And it was, I can't remember. I just like just hearing that and hearing legs starting to cry. And, and I'm not going to... Well, uh, I just I couldn't say shit. I, 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 mean, yeah. I had to act that shit. I'm like, are you fucking lucky? I was like, trying not to d- cry in that thing too. And I was right.
3: like, I gotta say, like, I was I was really happy we rewound. But you and Caleb mm-hmm. at the end of that had some fucking incredible yeah. moments. Mm-hmm. Caleb coming or Merritt coming across, everyone strewn across the car. Marlene being gone, him not knowing what the fuck to do. And you, your voice broke like three different times. And I was already like sobbing and it just like kicked it up another level. And then Amanda being at the hospital and Emile Brown going, You have to, like, I can't protect you. You have to leave. Cause that was something that happened. And her leaving me in the hospital. I and like on top of three of my favorite characters to ever exist in any media ever being dead, I was like, I'm, I'm not even a part of this, and I'm never going to recover. I don't know how you three with characters who perished in this like weird, awful way. We didn't.
4: The answer
6: is we (laughs) didn't.
4: We we didn't. It
6: It was weird because like you know, I think we all. You know, I I know that Samuel is not long for this world. You know, he was going to die eventually, but that didn't feel like the way that I wanted him to go out.
5: And and that's what's important is that at the end of the day, we just felt like, you know, it was more important to do it right than to have a mistake made because we were all just so tired. And and I I think it worked out for the best. I certainly don't think listeners couldn't really notice. I think uh, Eli did a great job. Uh, with, with just kind of mixing it all together to make That's it That's very seamless. Uh, yeah. it's, it's fortunately seamless. Um, it felt it is...
3: like on a show when three people or like a character or something is like, or an actor is like, I'm done with this. I'm leaving the show. And it's like, they have to get them out by the last episode. And so they're like, okay, well, they crash a car and they die. Right. And that like, yeah. it felt
6: like, it felt it like a, feel, like a write yeah, out kind of it thing. It did feel yeah. a lot like that. It it wasn't
1: even, like, necessarily a good goodbye, too, because I get there, they're in the car, I can see their bodies. Like, height is nowhere to be seen because they've flown from the car. And I call Mallory, and the first thing that she says is if you're caught in Lansing, you're going to die, basically. Like, you can't be there anymore. So it's this battle of, like we're just going to leave our friends on the side of the road. And yeah, we fucking hate each other, but I don't have to like have the bodies burn. And God, it was just, and you're, you're nearing on six hours and yeah, everyone yeah. in the background's crying. Right. right. It was fucking <laughs> yeah. brutal. It's, that whole I, ending I, was like, God, this was not how we're supposed to leave.
7: I think with what, where we always will be faithful to the game and the rules. That's, but we always know that, that's just a tool for us to tell a genuine story. And we've always been honestly like very, very, very clear on that. If not that we would just stream it all the time and you would see all the roles and all that. But when we did this project, it was like, okay, this is like a series. We want to make it that drama. That's why you don't always hear the roles and all that. So I, from a story point of view, it just, Frank, it sucked. It was, it was bad. Godfather three bad. (laughs) Well, there's
1: there's that weird discussion we had too of like if we do keep this if we're faithful to the rules and we accept that 40 miles per hour we had a bad car crash and the fucking devil is alive where do we go and the conversation was like do we keep playing with Merit uh, crippled uh, uh, Tuck and Boomer do they start a new perennial is there a brand new group do you pivot to another like storyline altogether where this has nothing to do with perennial And all of that that was
3: half the team. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It'd be way different if it was one of us or all of us. Like, yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, I I was expecting Tuck to be full dead, and I was like, okay, they're dead. I'm going to keep going. But then you three died, and I was like, we we can't. can't."
7: Caleb was kidnapped, so we thought you were gone. Yeah. You were shot up. For sure. (laughs) I had my throat taken by my. I was like, oh, peace. And yet. That well, happened.
1: And, and, and that's the, how we made the right decision, right? Because those moments, the kidnapping, the shot, the throat, all of them felt like, okay, if Merritt's going to die this way, absolutely it makes fucking sense. Yeah. But the car crash, immediately we were all like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? This is bad taste. Yeah, you
4: know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say that that week between finding that decision and the breakdown was, it feels weird to say my favorite part, but it was like... <laughs> Like we'd already been playing, we were already homies, but like <laughs> we're all sort of instinctually being like, "Hey, are you okay?" Right. Or like,
3: and <laughs> like sending each other like pictures like, of snacks we were eating. Yeah. <laughs> like
4: everyone was just like, "Hey!" Like we couldn't do it in person, but it was like the longest like cool down session. Right. And then by the time we met, we had already kind of gotten to the same page
5: it it was important philosophically for us as a group like you know we 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 took the hard stance of like we want to tell good stories we want to play games where we have fun we didn't have fun this session so we're just going to try again and it's okay to do that you know
1: yeah And, and what good example of safety tools of like Immediately as soon as the session was was over sergio sat us down and said how's everybody feeling it's okay if you're feeling whatever you need to some of us left because we didn't want to be a part of that talk and then throughout the whole week we were constantly like hey want to remind you we love you so much like I love playing with you across the board of like making sure that everyone not only was okay with us changing the ending or anything but just okay with the way that we played. That, that No one felt like that was bleeding through to real life. So I thought Sergio handled it really well in, in the moment. I'm sure you don't feel that way, Serge, because I know you were a little panicked in the moment. I but was you just did
5: so, yeah.
1: Like a really, really yeah. great job re- reeling it in in between all of the, oh, my God, I'm so sorry.
4: <laughs> you had six openly weeping Orphans, basically, <laughs> that were not listening, and could not hear anything. <laughs> if, if we
5: ever release that audio, it's it's really funny because like the whole time I'm just like, and then this happens. Just <laughs> 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 because it's they're all dead. You know? yeah. So flabbergasted,
1: yeah. that just, just like so fresh
3: waves of tears from <laughs> <Yeah>. different <laughs> cameras. Yeah, very I mean,
1: I'm just really happy that our snyder cut is just all of us fucking dying and crying for an extra hour it's also
4: on brand it's so on brand absolutely we were gonna cry that long regardless
5: yeah (laughs) Vince. eventually i came to you vince and i was like vince this happened what what are your thoughts you know like i and thank god you were very supportive (laughs) yeah
3: I remember oh, that was when you started talking to us, like not like not like you didn't talk to us before, but like we had like more conversations with you after that moment because you yeah. were like, "Hey,
0: <laughs> yeah. you were kind
3: of like a mm-hmm. nice outside balm of like it's okay."
0: Good. No, I'm glad to hear that. It, it was. It's a tough situation, right? Um, but and and at the end of the day. You know, we just talked about it like this is still a game, but you all are so telling a, a story, a very compelling, very character driven story where where these characters are very central to the to the tale you're trying to tell. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's sometimes, the, like you said, you know, when, when everybody's going on hour six, right, you're exhausted. Things are you know, we're, two plus two is not equal in four anymore. Um, yeah. Bad calls get made. And it's like, you know what, when you can sit down and be like, in retrospect, we would have done things differently sometimes fuck it you know it's gonna hurt absolutely no one if somebody doesn't like it they they've got bigger things to worry about um and this at the and end this was day, coming
5: from vince of black project gaming who loves yeah. players so i I felt I, do. I felt
0: I felt good about that absolutely yeah at the end of the day if 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 sticking to the to the rules and the dice rolls as they lay is going to make everybody miserable not even a one iota is it worth it um what can you do to salvage it to move on to go back to having fun while still telling a compelling story and staying true to the to the tone of the setting it, it's it's a no-brainer it's a no-brainer i'm well, felt so that way
7: really good, yep. like i'm so happy with what we did come out
0: yeah absolutely it, it came out phenomenally like honestly yeah. it, it, are there, are there some people who would out there who would probably love to see that original ending just oh, you know yeah. at a, at a sheer masochism sure right but at the end of the day the end result is fucking phenomenal like nobody can dispute the result what's that i would say it's very few words if you want to hear it it's mostly just it's crying yeah yeah which is understandable yeah like i'd probably bawling my damn eyes out (laughs) i crying (laughs) up every time i'd (laughs) argue there's more suffering in the edited
1: version like half of us fucking lose our jobs yep kicked out of the damn state we don't work for the secret government that was keeping us safe there's a child
0: that was abducted by aliens like i and i like that more i I actually personally like being like such a a big you know proponent of delta green i prefer the way things turned out even more because now we're seeing instead of just one potential ending where fucking everybody dies we're seeing all the prospective outcomes that could happen with a botched operation right we're seeing we're, we're going through the firing rules we're going through the legal proceeding rules it, it, all of it what do you mean botched technically it was a success this I was mean, a wild
1: yeah. success
0: <laughs> yeah my bad yeah, <laughs>
7: yeah i'm not, i'm very happy with how like things are ending with that like i said i was like
1: Brandon, yeah, they wanted you didn't us. lose your job.
0: Wanted...
7: No, get more money. <laughs> Everyone
1: okay, is alive so, and Marlene is
4: dead. You're right. Anything it's more actually, than that doesn't result in Too much.
1: That's true. That's yeah, true. Right.
4: It did take us two years to do it, but we <laughs> did do <laughs> it. You're a bitch. You did do it, and it worked I, out brilliantly. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Botch, botch was
0: yeah. inappropriate. So, Resounding success. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <some of laughs> See, yeah i, I retconned to my original response.
5: <laughs> 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 Anyone else got some good uh,
4: questions they've been burning to ask each other? I just I have the inevitable playlist question. the The songs, a song from your playlist. Oh, oh that my God. that I got sits pulled. well with your season two.
1: I just want to say that I do have a very clever title for mine, and it comes from the episode that I was sent on a mission by Oaks, Mm
2: -hmm. and it's
1: called Do You Know What You Are?
2: It's
0: very choice. Very good. Nice. Um, And the song
1: would be You Seemed So Happy by the Japanese House. Mm. Very good. Mm. You will not, you will not, you will not regret. It's good. Mm.
8: Uh, okay, so I only added three songs to my playlist for season two, apparently, um, which was Brothers Blood by Kevin Dine, The The Manic by Amarante, and Girl in the War by Josh Ritter. Ooh.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Um, a couple of mine are for anticipated season three, so I'm not gonna say them. They're just vague anticipations. Um but for the last episode it's find me uh by sigma and birdie mm.
4: yeah i think by the last episode as as warp like walks into the knife shop and we pull back probably nina simone's tomorrow is my turn it's <sighs> nice
3: <laughs> i think
8: nice, that's nice, it nice nice
6: Aaron, Amanda, any good ones?
7: I don't know. I don't
6: really really do the whole playlist thing. I mean, I make them when we want to pull them out. I'm with you on that, Aaron, yeah. But (laughs) it's not as big of a deal for me. Bridget yeah, boomers and back that ass up.
5: Uh
7: actually.
6: <laughs> Very close.
7: No, but I got bitch better have my money.
6: There
4: you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I was it, so up. in this scenario. <laughs> it was... okay, okay, that's, up. that's Orpheus playlist <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's right. You know, that's that's, right. that's,
7: that's, right. that's different cool energy. Playlist, like, yep. I, bitch better I don't care money. who
4: you are.
0: If you don't get hyped hearing Annie up, you're fucking dead. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> so. mm-hmm
0: oh man is that uh, it folks I have, I
3: have one more thing i want to throw out i've yes. i also realize i've talked a fuck ton this time very, sorry um serge what the fuck um specifically this time oaks
6: isn't yeah.
3: oaks anymore oh, that was a
6: that was a jarring Good one speak on yeah.
3: for, okay, so, for, for context none of us know what happened in the in the little stingers post-rolls. oh yeah stingers we don't. we don't only eli knows this because she's editing and sergio because he makes them and sometimes a couple of us because we he asks us to do things but the context of them not a damn clue so please, what the fuck, sir?
5: Yeah, we, we had some good ones this arc. I really liked uh, <laughs> uh, Blue uh, being a millionaire uh, because they play the stock market. Yes, uh, that was great. That's an actual character in Delta Green. Um, I forget his name, John something. Uh, but uh, in terms of that one, I mean, look, everybody's in terms of people that know Delta Green. Everybody's favorite NPC is uh, uh, Nancy. She was hidden away from us and it is my my goal in due to repeat to bring her back to her former glory. Um, uh, you know, th- uh, I knew I kind of wanted to get there. I wasn't sure exactly how I'd get there, um, but thankfully, Aaron gave her that pencil. That's all that she needed, that pen. I had no uh, idea
6: what I was... I thought I was just giving her a pen, man. Yeah,
5: I didn't yeah. know what was going to happen. Yeah, it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. I don't blame you. Uh, before, yeah. I mean, it's but yeah, yeah. Nan- Nancy is uh,
6: yeah. Wait, oh, but does this mean? Does this mean that technically I get to be responsible for Oaks' death? <laughs>
3: oh no,
7: not fair! <laughs> no, no.
5: no, I called You don't bitch.
3: get that
7: XP. No, no. Wait, I called dibs. No, no.
5: I called dibs. Everybody remember, your characters don't know shit. I know. Oh, I wait, just okay. want to say that she fucking
1: interacted with me too, because I took the yeah. second job after the pen shit. So yeah. the reason why leg has their lung and I killed
6: another kid Nancy is because of Nancy. So. Nancy said so.
7: <laughs> I hate it here. Yep. Okay.
6: For all you know, the second one could have just been some random kid. That's okay. what I've been thinking. Thank you, Aaron. Yes,
7: I, 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 <laughs> uh, I, I think you gotta understand though, because I don't remember much of that finale of recording it. <laughs> so so listening to it, I needed to kind of listen to it twice the process. So Fuck y'all! I'm
0: yeah. back. <laughs> 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 well, here, here, The, here, here, of the here. last
7: week, I was so like, I was out. Of, I didn't. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: I mean, here's the most important question: Is arc three coming?
5: Yeah.
6: That's cool question. Yeah, just cool. yes.
5: <laughs> just just that. <laughs> I, I think so. I think we'll we'll probably start recording it at the end of the year. Yes. Um, might be I a little bit. To- you know, because we would normally do it in the in the spring or summer. I think we really want to get through vampires and and any other kind of lingering one shots and small campaigns we wanted to run. But yeah, I, I think we will return to it. I, there's just so much stuff left to resolve. You know, I, at least for me, and, and hopefully you guys feel the same way. I guess,
7: oh, yeah, I mean, you know? think we all went immediately to you. you. We're like, okay, here's our si- like here's a list of things <laughs> we would like for arc three. Yeah, I was just like, I, I have also, like, like a.
1: All new merit, like a totally
6: new dude. Like,
7: yeah.
1: like I don't even know a, where to
6: start. Is he gonna wear like a Kangol hat now, like a brass yeah. holder,
1: like <laughs> <laughs>
6: suspenders?
8: Yep. It's gonna be
1: rough.
5: It's... So yeah, stay stay tuned for that. We'll we'll you know we might do another uh, Delta Green one shot. We, we we have a we we our first kind of interaction with Vince. He ran us through Observer Effect. We might try to cut that together as a patron exclusive. Oh, so both, good. Yeah, we got more Delta Green so, stuff, but yeah, r Three, r Three will come.
0: Hell yes, that's all I'm talking about. Sergio, <laughs> uh, so, that's it.
7: As a player in that game, that Vince ran. Yeah,
5: yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, sorry about yeah. spoiler, but yeah. uh, well, I don't, no, not a spoiler at all. I'm actually noticing some of the similarities between Burrows and that character.
1: Hey, yeah, yes. I love all our characters off that one. That one was a lot of fun.
0: I'm yeah, great. we'll that get that was. out eventually. That was a great, yeah, that was a great like mini campaign because it ended up being what three, three episodes, three sessions, <laughs> three or four. Three sessions, yeah. yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> what a doozy! That,
7: it got intense.
0: It did. A yeah, little. great scenario.
3: Good man. I, I, like oh, yeah. I wanna hear it again.
7: I
0: wanna Yeah, to yeah. I wanna to to see
1: my computer, computer girl. girlfriend again. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah,
0: that's right.
3: Oh, oh yeah. you were a little nerd in that one. I yeah. got to play Ackerman.
2: Ackerman.
7: The, uh, just,
3: just did
2: not end well for any of us though. That's great. Does it ever, does does ever. Does Go it ever.
7: ever.
1: We've gotta run Delta Green that Vince ends up being a player? That's my next Yes.
0: One. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm putting that out into the universe. I mean, <laughs> all right.
2: Movie,
0: yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, but no, this has been this has been phenomenal. Uh, if, if that's all we got, I guess we can bring this thing to a close.
5: Vince, thank you so much for hosting this. You've done a great job. Oh, yeah. man. Wow. You
0: kidding me? No, thank you all for having me once again. Thanks for letting me play Charlie. That was great. We'll, we'll see if I pop back up in Arc 3. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, uh, all of you, thank you so much again for all your hard work and, and for producing such an absolutely phenomenal uh, second season of, of, without a doubt, hands down, one of the best, if not the best Delta Green actual play out there. Um, keep up the phenomenal work. We'll keep listening. I know you all will out there. Thanks for joining us. Uh, and uh, shit, we'll see you soon. All right, we got more content coming. So have a great time. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys.
2: Bye. Bye. See ya.
0: Bye, y'all.